morning, everybody. Let's see if we are live here. One of my listeners uh, said that the screen's a little blown out with the light, and I should use a dark background. I don't have a dark background. I have that, but, you know, I kind of like having a little green light over there. I don't know. Just let me know how you think it looks and sounds. I'm always looking to make improvements. So what are we going to talk about today? Live, it seems fine, says Chinky Bear. Chinky Bear, you can't see light. Your eyes are closed. <sighs> All right. We're live, says Tim B. Yeah, I have a good one for you today. I'm. We're going to talk about... Um, I'm going to make predictions. Vox Day recently did his war prediction, and I think it sounded very reasonable. And I'm going to tell you what his war prediction is. It's uh, He's also at unauthorized.tv. And uh, I'm going to make a culture prediction because I don't, um, I'm not a good war strategist. I'm not, um, I don't see the patterns in war like someone like Vox does or in macroeconomics. That's why I like to listen to his predictions. But I do see patterns in culture, in culture and in spellcraft. So I'm going to make some predictions today. What else are we going to talk about? I'm going to give you the best advice in business I can. Because people have been asking for advice. They're like, if you could do something different or if you could tell young kids something, I think I figured it out. And we're also going to analyze uh, Joe Rogan's stance on vaccines in March 2020. It has to do with my predictions. Uh, We have a dome uh, diagram. uh, What are they called? Architectural blueprint that we're planning on building as soon as we close on the first section of the property at Bertaria Ozarks. Huge props to your interview, Big Bear. Amazing. Which interview? Did I do an interview? Oh, is it with Allison Morrow? That was fun. And it was, uh, it's really interesting to see the pattern when people are like, some people claim that I was overreacted or I was unhinged or any of this stuff. It has to do with a suppression of masculinity. And I'm going to make some predictions about uh, the cultural future because in the past, that would be the obvious response if somebody quotes, if someone accuses you of a crime, which if I was doing um, the Bertaria Crown Fund and just keeping all the money for myself, that's literally a crime. You understand that, right? When people say, oh, scam, scams, that would literally be a crime. I would make me a liar and a criminal, right? And I'm not. So, and then, you know, the Reddit stuff goes on to mock my wife, mock my kids, stalk me, take... So when a quote-unquote journalist brings that up or tries to give that some form of credibility, where it's like, oh, I just want to allow you to give your side of the story, that's crazy. And I know what... um, what I deserve and what is right and what is wrong. Faux masculinity is on the rise. Exactly, Fire Bear. That's why you're going to see more and more of these, um, you know, the Liver King and and Andrew Tate and all this stuff because there's a demand for uh, masculine confrontation and truth. Men are responsible for truth. Why laundering analogy was spot on. Thanks. Women aren't made for it as much. Women aren't as focused on truth as men. They're more focused on everyone getting along. You know, women focus more on uh, social cohesion, you know, social lubricant. (laughs) 
people uh, keeping alliances and all that stuff. That's more of like what women do. Men have to focus more on standards and truth and conflict. Women do not usually enjoy conflict. But as you can see, my interview with Allison Morrow in two days is her highest viewed video in three months because people like truth and conflict. And you can get mad and overreact all you want, but that's just a fact. And I'm not here to lie to, to people. All right, so we're going to check out the dome we plan on building if you want to donate. Over 10,000 views on Rumble. Yeah, it's over 10,000 views on YouTube as well. And her average is like two, 3,000. She has a few viral videos. And I'm not mad at her. I, I would like to be friends with her. I think, uh, you know, I think that uh, she seems pretty cool. I'm just pointing out that the response, because, you know, you have all the, the talking heads on YouTube being like, oh, Owen just, oh, he's so unhinged. Me? That's unhinged? No, I'm very hinged. <laughs> Masculinity is not unhinged. It's actually very appreciated in this world. And I'm going to make my prediction. So again, let me just, so Kyneton can start working on the meme or whatever, the title. Uh, I'm going to make predictions for the future. Joe Rogan sold out everyone with vaccines. I'm going to uh, prove it with quotes. Uh, and there's a reason why I hammer at Joe Rogan so hard because he's very, very destructive. Very, very destructive. Uh, and we're also going to, what else do I want to talk about? Uh, my predictions, Dr. Diesel. Um, I got some good stuff. We'll see what happens. Uh, as long as it's okay with Martin from Rockfin, yeah. We go was the interview with Allison Morrow. Oh, and uh, another thing is, uh, let me know if you think this is influence or synchronicity. I I don't think shitty people get synchronicity. <laughs> so I don't know, but Russell Brand uh, apparently did it, my my joke the day after, like the day after I did the Adolf Klitler. Uh, stream Russell Brand says Hitler with tits titler what are the freaking odds that a day after Klitler is unleashed on an unsuspecting public that the truth or light Russell Brand drops a more acceptable Adolf titler keep crushing and creating reality big bear from bloomer bear yeah it's something to think about uh statistically not possible that that it's not related and uh Klitler is obviously way funnier if you're talking about Uncle Adolf Everyone has tits. Every man in the world has tits. So calling them titler is not exactly funny. Klitler is much funnier, but it's less acceptable by the people that line Russell Brand's pockets with silver. <laughs> Brand is totally watching these streams. I don't know. I don't think he's smart enough to watch these streams. That, that's why I really don't know. I used to just immediately say stolen... Uh, watching the streams, blah, blah, blah. Russell Brand does not seem intelligent enough to understand what I'm saying. So I don't know how he would watch the streams. Like if he's watching the streams, is he just drooling on himself? Like he'd be like, oh, I just don't know what. So you're trying to tell me that. Oh, I, I just, I, I, this stream isn't for dumb sellouts. No offense, Russell Brand. You know, some of your movies were quite funny. 
but uh, it just isn't. So I don't know what, what that is. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Russell seems vacated. Yeah. He doesn't seem like he's very alive. And I mean that with love. I'm not, not starting beef. Got nothing against him except for the fact that he's, he appears to be quite dumb. I've listened to him talk. He's like, so you're telling me that Bill Gates bought farmland and you're not terrified of the food supply being destroyed? It's like, that's your take? So, so, so Bill Gates bought all this farmland and I used to be on heroin and I got dangly things hanging from me wrist. I'm like, okay, you're... I just can't imagine him watching my stream. Yeah, he's Russell Bland. Russell is fear porn. Yeah, and the fear porn, listen, I'll make my predictions. Today I'm making my predictions. And we do have challenges coming. But those challenges are huge opportunities for anyone that doesn't sell, like that doesn't completely degenerate. <laughs> so you're telling me that Bill Gates bought farmland and you're and you think you're going to get food from his farmland 465,000 acres I'm very suspicious do you farm Russell no no I don't farm I only farm lies Uh, yeah, he'd be way too offended every time I make fun of homos to be listening. But he did do Titler the day after I did Klitler. And I've never heard anyone do Klitler or Titler. 1510, Owen Benjamin's predictions for the future. Joe Rogan sells out humanity in the curious case of Dr. Diesel. I love it. I love it. And uh, don't forget to support and donate at uh, BertariaCampgrounds.com because now that I'm buying the first section, I'm like contractually obligated to buy... 150 more. So uh, we got to keep that going, but it's going to be great. This is just a real quick, real quick look at what we're doing. Um, We're building this dome with Christopher Gardner. Uh, Let me read what I wrote here. One second, ladies and gentlemen, because it's very exciting, but it's risky and it's not really risky because we don't have debt, but it's uh, I'm counting on you guys. To, uh, you know, to go all the way with this thing, you know, and because I, I will. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> so, uh, you know, but it's daunting. Like starting something on this scale is daunting, but, you know, I'm the guy to do it. And I think you guys are going to uh, stay with me on this thing because, oh, here's a meme I'll show you guys. <laughs> this is me. And I know that uh, a lot of people on the internet don't understand what I'm doing. And they're just like, scam, scam, scam. But I know a lot of people do understand what I'm doing. And that's why it's been successful so far. But sometimes even I feel like this guy, you know, this meme is so applicable. Me trying to convince my friends we should buy a very large plot of land and start a community. (laughs) I'm just like... You know, meanwhile, Russell Brand's like, so you're telling me that Bill Gates is buying farmland? Yeah, why don't you buy farmland? Because I buy dildos with me wife, Katie Perry. Uh, 
you know, I just, I'm like, why don't you, it, it's so obvious that what I'm doing with this Missouri stuff and the Ursa Rio stuff is for my community. Oh, uh, so, so you're telling me that I'll give you $400 and I don't get my own acre of land and a house? That sounds like a scam to me. <laughs> I'm not magic. I can't give you your own private land for... I mean, land is so fucking expensive. That's why we're crowdfunding it. So, so, so Bill Gates, did you all hear? Hang on, listen to me bracelets dangling. Oh, I'm a truther. I, I'll tell you the truth about Bill Gates. Did you hear about George Soros? He seems very nefarious. Yeah, no shit. Do you have any, uh, do you have any uh, solutions there? Because people are people are saying that Joe Rogan was this big truther about vaccines, right? And I can prove that not only did he did he not um, tell the truth about vaccines, he was a huge part of the psyop. He delivered males eighteen to thirty four, and it's despicable. And so, if I was going to give young people advice on how to be successful and how to run a good business, the number one thing is care about your people. Provide actual value. Do you want to know why people will send me like a bar of silver in the mail or like support all these dreams and adventures that I'm on? Do you want to know why? Because I help them. It's not because I run a cult. It's because I help people. Do you know how many people have told me like, you gave me the strength to not take a vaccine. You got me off my ass and helped me have a kid. You're the reason we now have a garden and we're out of debt. I mean, don't get me wrong. All glory to God. I'm not taking credit, but I'm just letting you know that when you care about your audience, they then will say, here's a hundred bucks, Big Bear. Thank you. That's it. And it's like that simple. When you have such a loathing, uh, nefarious hatred of your audience, you have to get your money from above. And that's the central bank. And that's why Joe Rogan, one of the worst comedians that's ever set foot on a stage, the only thing funny about him is how short and how gay he is. Uh, He got $200 million from Spotify. Why? Because he's delivering a demographic. Let me read to you uh, his exact quote. And and I know people say, oh, but Big Bear, he might have just learned. He might have grown. No, he's in his 50s and he's a truther. He's a, he's a fake truth. He, he knows the truth and he sells out his audience. He knows all about the dangers of vaccines. He did before March, 2020. Okay. So this is his quote and, and it's not a coincidence guys. It's not just, Oh, it's just a coincidence that in March of 2020, this whole thing kicked off on three 19, I believe was there or three 11, 2020 was when the COVID thing kicked off. 3-11-2020, okay? He just so happened to have on a doctor on that week, and he said this about vaccines, okay? So this is at verifythis.com. Yes, Joe Rogan voiced support for vaccines at the start of the pandemic. A TikTok claims podcaster Joe Rogan expressed support for the value of vaccines in 2020. We verify this. Rogan did make this statement. Okay, so... Let me read it. Let me read exactly what he said. And understand this was March 10th, 2020. Featured guest, Dr. Michael 
Osterholm. Okay, so I know people don't want to see evil. They don't, they don't want to see evil. I understand that. But you cannot say it is just a coincidence that on March 10th, the day before this entire thing rolled out, Joe Rogan made this statement. I hope this wakes people up to the value of vaccines. There are so many wackos out there that think that vaccines are a scam or they're dangerous. Okay, Joe Rogan, quote unquote, March 20th or March 10th, 2020, said that you're a wacko if you think that vaccines are dangerous. Okay, there's so many people out there that won't vaccinate their children. Yeah, you want to know why, Joe? Because it kills children. It, it kills kids, and you know that, and it causes autism, and, it, and he knows all of this. He knows all of this. Okay, he goes on to say, so many people are paranoid and delusional, delusional, and they want it to all be a conspiracy, right? Did the whole world take a pot brownie, Joe? There's been an amazing medical innovation in human culture, and that's vaccines. This is March 10th, 2020. It's amazing what it's done. And have there been adverse effects on people? Of course. Everything that people do, there's some people that are going to react in a bad way. Cut to two and a half years ago, there's something called sudden adult death syndrome. Cut to two and a half years ago, there's little kids dying of strokes. Okay? It doesn't mean it's not a positive thing. That's why this guy is very fucking dangerous. Because what Joe Rogan has done is he's this nefarious gay and gay matters. There was somebody on my Instagram. It's like, oh, I bet you think he's gay too. I'm like, yeah, no, he's factually gay. And the guy's like, well, people say you're gay. I'm like, I know, I know you are, but what am I? The whole Saul Alinsky accuse your enemies of what you're doing. I, I get it. I, I'm clearly not gay. There's no evidence in the world that I'm a gay man. I literally am on a farm in Idaho with four little kids. Joe Rogan has one biological child that he abandoned and the rest are stepkids. He's in his 50s. He's on HGH. He talks all the time about anal sex. And there's three people. One of them is Alex Jones have told me they witnessed him doing homosexual acts. Why does it matter? Because homosexuals are notoriously sneaky and deceptive. That's why to this day, the FBI does not allow homosexuals to be officers or to be agents because gay men are notoriously into entropy, into destruction, into subversion. That's a fact because they don't like boundaries or limits. Think about how fucked up you have to be to say you're the bad one for saying I shouldn't shove my cock in a guy's anus until I come. Okay. I know I'm breaking some serious Spells here because so many people think homosexuality is so brave and beautiful. It's not. It's deranged. It's ugly. It's uh, sick. It's perverse. And once you're jamming your fucking cock into someone's, like a man's ass, I mean, that, that, that says a lot about your character. I witnessed the act as sus, says JK. I... I've never seen Joe Rogan do an actual gay thing. Three separate people have told me they have. Um, his best friend who runs On It Academy, On It is blatantly a sex club. All right. So when you're like a mid-50s orgy guy on HGH, 
you know, you're gay. I mean, he's fucking gay. And I'm not trying to make this about him being gay. It doesn't, it's about the vaccines. But understand why people support me. Because people just go, oh, cult much? Oh, cult. I was saying don't take the vaccine. I didn't sell out my audience to the the David Hogg hysteria, the, the, the uh, you know, all the hysteria. Like, I didn't encourage them to go to January 6th. I didn't tell my audience to take a vaccine or wear a mask or close their business. None of that shit. And I've been doing this for years. I'm not going to pretend that being gay is somehow brave and beautiful. Okay. And because of that, I help people. And because of that, people want to help me. So they go, man, without you, Big Bear, I wasn't going to have kids. But now I got a kid and I fucking love this kid. Here's a hundred bucks. That's how I make a living. So if, if you want advice from me about how to make a living or run a good business, it's care about your people. My brother's the same way. Um, he, uh, like he cares about trees. Like he'll look at someone's house and be like, man, that tree could fall through their roof. And he'll do the best fucking job he can on that tree. And then he'll like, you know, he care. He like legitimately cares about people's homes and their trees and all that. What I do, you can apply to any business. And because of that, people love him for it because he actually gives a fuck. And he'll climb up your tree in the dead of winter and make sure it doesn't go through your window. All the evidence I needed to know this was a psyop was the Grammys pulling off the mass vax episode on all the subs. Yeah, and I covered that when it happened. Kyneton, you remember when that happened? Do we have a clip? You know, we don't need to show the clip. But when that was happening, I was, I was showing that and, and the truther world all knew about vaccines before 311, which is 33. Three times 11 is 33. 311, 2020, everyone knew that vaccines were dangerous. And so for Joe Rogan to make a point, on March 10th, 2020, the day before the launch of this event, that, va- that you're a wacko and cuckoo, and you're in the outgroup of our uh, group if you think there's something wrong with any vaccines, you know how many people died because they listened to that motherfucker or they're permanently damaged or they have myocarditis or it was a population reduction scam. All right. And so what Joe Rogan has accomplished, why he's so much more dangerous than Anderson Cooper or any of these people or George Soros or Bill Gates is because he has developed this ability to get people to think he's one of the guys because he hunts and yet it shows him with his elk and it shows him like, and he's into fighting and hunting. These are all skin suits. Deep down, he's a gay fucking commie globalist who's doing every single thing that the central bank depopulation people want him to do. Yeah, how many women are infertile? How many people got, got uh, Bell's palsy and strokes and all this shit? How many people were terrified? How many people said that exact shit to their family members that didn't want to take vaccines? Well, Joe Rogan's, and then what happened? So this is exactly what happened with Joe Rogan. This is why people go, oh, but he just learned Big Bear. He just learned. No. After his demographic had taken as many vaccines as they were going to take, which happened fast, eight months, nine months, they roll it out hard, you know? And then males, 18 to 34, boom, boom, boom. And then he starts saying, you know, you know, vaccine ivermectin. And then he got people to take horse dewormer instead. 
Joe backpedal Rogan. Yeah, yeah, but you're you're not seeing the how bad it is. It's not just backpedaling because he changed his mind or no, it's be, that's the op. Yeah, he's wearing a skin suit of the common man to gain trust. Exactly, Rebecca Bear. He lives an elitist, globalist, gay male lifestyle in Austin, fucking Texas. That's him. He's not this man's man. And so for him to say that shit about vaccines and then later after his audience all took the fucking vax or they're like, no, fuck you, toe. They, then he go to, to keep credibility so that later people go, oh, Joe, Joe, the toe. He was really he was really strong on vaccines. No, 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 no. The effects from the vaccines have continually gotten dark. All cause death is up. And it, yeah, it, like my original prediction of the millions of mass death is reality. It already is. And so when I call him gay, it's not because, oh, just, just let me tell you a story about my uh, old piano teacher. My old piano teacher, Lucinda, uh, had a sex change operation when I was like 10 and became Larry. All right. I won't call Lucinda, uh, Larry he, but Larry's a good fucking person. Okay. So I'm not motivated by hate. I'm not uh, scared of trans and gay and all this. Right now, Larry, I'll call Larry, Larry. I'll call Larry my piano teacher. I don't, I will not say he, because I know how that, just do it. Just go along with it. No, no, I won't say he, because that's not he. He is biological. To say he, it's a biological male. Do I have affection for Larry? Yes. Do I think Larry has a good heart? Yes. All right, Larry will go right now into old folks' homes and play the music. And like 95-year-olds with dementia will sing along to songs for the first time in years. Larry's a good fucking person. Okay? I'm against the trans agenda. I'm from a background where not only was I not raised with hate, I was raised to think that the Christians and the right wing were a bunch of bigots. Larry was a cunt, says Harry Pear. Uh, how dare you call Loomer Larry? No, but hear me, just hear me out. I think like one in a thousand, one in 10,000 people have a fucked up endocrine system. Or they have like a weird shamanistic odd thing about them where they aren't connected to their biology very well. It might be from trauma. It might be random. I don't know. But what they've done with it is they've used that reality where there is those people like one in 10,000 people. I don't know what the odds are, but it's extremely rare, but they have a twisted endocrine system and, uh, and maybe it's trauma. I don't, I don't know the cause, but I know that Larry believes it. And so, but the agenda has shifted to demasculate males, cause infertility, depopulation, fuck with everyone's head. You know, uh, the bafflement agenda of men are girls are boys, boys are girls. There's no difference. And, and if you can apply that to the letter I read yesterday about unlimited energy, the, the spark gap, very fascinating shit where, uh, differentials is what causes energy, whether it's hot, hot and cold in the sky, making rain or spark plugs. Um, 648 babies injured during vaccine trials. Wait for it. Breast milk. Some down over uh, BB batting a thousand on vaccine injury and death estimates. Yeah, it's insane. And just the amount of 
um, uh, infant death at birth has went up like 300%. It's miscarriages is up an insane amount. Yeah, man and woman cause energy. Exactly. So entropy, even though I'm a fan of entropy stream.live slash Owen Benjamin Comedy in case you want to uh, super chat. But entropy is like the, the is like a chaos force. It's about disintegration. And evil is all about entropy. No offense, entropy, the company. I, I like you guys provided excellent service. But so male, female with boundaries is what causes energy. Zzz. You know, racial differences, national differences, regional differences, cultural differences, differences in boundaries. This is what a child is. This is what a man is. is So you have boundaries. And evil wants to break down all boundaries so that everything is just a mess and there's no um, energy created. George Carlin openly talked about that. He was like, I like entropy. I like chaos. I want to see everything burn. I already talked to three depressed patients this week. People are starting to lose it. Oh, they're losing it bad. I'm going to make my prediction in a minute. But I just want to talk about this, like why I continuously mock Joe Rogan. It isn't because I hate Joe Rogan. It isn't because I'm envious of Joe Rogan. It isn't because I obsess about Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is a very dangerous man for 18 to 34 males in my country. Very dangerous. And so I'm not going to attack him or try to get him put in jail or any of that. That's not my my world. But... I will educate people onto the slippery, nefarious nature of old Joe the Toe. 3-10-2020, he told everyone that if you're anti-vaccine, you're a quote-unquote wacko. When he went anti-vaccine later, it was only to get back his credibility. The depopulation agenda had run its course. It's kind of like now you can make fun of Caitlyn Jenner, right? But when I was doing it, you weren't allowed to because they were still doing their op. They were still breaking down... uh, They were still bringing in gender studies into elementary schools. And if my message at that time had had spread more, it would have caused a backlash. Then, five years later, it's already done. It's already done. You've already depopulated. You've already twisted and traumatized the minds of the youth. And it's always, now's the best time to improve or to pull your kids out of school or go to a, a, a school meeting or whatever, but... When I was talking about it, that was when it was time. Like now everybody knows 9-11 wasn't how they say it was. But there was a time when that could have actually done something. When people were, um, you know, beating the war drums to get those goddamn Muslims, right? And I was one of those people. Because I know what that feels like looking back. I know what it's like to fall for a spell and beat the drums. And then later you look back and you go, man, that was, that was crazy, right? Well, I've made a vow to myself where when I see it, I do it then. I don't wait till it's safe, like Russell Brand and Joe the Toe and all that, because what they do is they market themselves as truthers, but they're not. They're the most dangerous. Rogan was allowed to do Caitlyn Jenner joke after Jordan Peterson brought on to tell him how great it was. Well, that whole art, lies can't hold. The way, it's like the, the snake eating itself. You know that symbol? A lie never holds. It always comes out. Whether it's Northwoods or, you know, Gulf of Tonkin or the Holocaust. Sorry, Jays, but we're we're on to you guys on that. Um, And so you have to manage the blowback as 
the truth starts coming out. And, you know, one of my listeners has been showing my, me all these clips where it's, it's arguable that all of these mass events are, are fake. We're, and they, the good news is that people aren't actually dying. Um, I have to look more into it. I, I only have so many uh, uh, hours in the day. Moon landing, yeah, but, that, but they have to manage the blowback. So when you're doing a massive vaccine-induced genocide, you got to get your main gatekeeper, Joe Rogan, push, 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 get as much as you can, and then pull back. It's, that's how business works. And so my recommendation to the you, if you want to start a business, care about your people because they will, they will not let you fall. And I experience this every day. I have thousands of people that credit me for helping them get out of despair, helping, telling them the truth about these things where no one else was telling them the truth. And I suffered for it. And they love that about me. By the way, they found a bunch of gold teeth in Ukraine. Have you pre- oh, yeah, yeah. Let's take a look at that. I, I talked about that. So take a look at this. They're they're really not that good at lying. So here's uh, Luya Mendel. These are the teeth of Ukrainians that Russians took out to get some gold. In the village of Kharkiv, region people heard screams all the time. Russians tortured Ukrainians. No, you guys can see that's a lie, right? It's not possible. So they, they, they pulled all these teeth out of Ukrainians and then they just left the bucket. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? So they're doing the same. They'll do a pile of shoes and they'll do the, the gold teeth and all that. It's, uh, that's probably corn that they painted. The, and, and so then people go, how dare you? People lost their teeth because they're Russian. No, they didn't. There's no way that's true. Like, are you going to question all the victims? You're not victims. That's a lie. And, and it's the same lie you do all the time. It's the same stupid lie. And it works on stupid people. But the good news is, a lot of people aren't having it anymore. And, and it's not about attacking Lulia Mendel. Just move on. I mean, what I do for a living here is break spells and make things funny and all that shit. But... All these young soldiers with gold teeth. I know nobody fucking has gold teeth. Are, is it is are, is the Ukrainian force just full of rappers from Alabama? Like what what is that? They're like, give me the gold, and then we'll put it in a bucket and leave it so that Mendel finds it. Oh, David, I'm squirting again. Are the original thinking Jews just gone? No, I think it's all in one book, and they keep doing the same stupid spells over and over again. It's like farming. It's like. Whatever works, you just keep doing. But unfortunately for them, we're not actually cattle. Like their, their assumptions about the, the goy are wrong. People can adapt and overcome. You know, they have a, like a little joke book. And it's like, show teeth in empty shoes and they'll all fucking believe you. It, it's so stupid. But it doesn't have to affect you. You don't need, to, you don't need their lies to say, okay, the mentality, and this will help you a lot, and this is why people support me. They don't matter. They don't need to stop sucking for you to have a good life. Okay? They're just going to go on, you know, and I'm, I'm talking about the Joe Rogan thing, not because I need him off Spotify or, no, I want my people to be able to see through it. Where you go, oh, Joe Rogan was against vaccines. No, he was not. And that's why he got paid so much for that. 
He was not against vaccines when it mattered. And then later when the coast is clear, they go, I think there's something up with the vaccine because people are dropping dead. And they have these assets. Like Joe Rogan is a gatekeeping asset. So he needs to be perceived as the guy that will tell the truth in the hard situation. Bullshit. March 10th, the day before the launch of the op, he said anyone against vaccines is a fucking wacko. It's so obvious now I would have believed that Teeth Post just a few years ago. Yeah, there's a time when I believed it. I, dude, one of my focuses in college was the Holocaust. I believed all that video. Oh, don't you see the skinny people? They're, they're so skinny and sad. Yeah, it's called starvation. It's called fucking typhus. <laughs> you know, it's like, and it doesn't matter. You don't, I recommend you, the listener. You do not have to be a, uh, you don't have to go out, be, be, don't be an activist. I do what you want. I'm, I'm just giving you my advice. You don't have to go out and educate people about the gold teeth scam or the Joe Rogan's a fucking liar. Focus on you. Focus on what you can do in your life. They don't matter. They're going to fuck themselves over. Look at this video, and then I'll make I'll tell you um, Vox's prediction about the war and my prediction about culture. No, this is not paraplegic last weekend, but check this out. This is what uh, things have descended to. And this isn't unique. Things are really getting like this out there. You're a faggot. And you know what? I suck dick for cock. All right? I suck dick for cock. Suck dick for cock. Tech job. Hey. Woo! Woo! Pressing charges. Okay, we'll show we'll show it again. It's obviously hilarious. The funniest part is the sad furry. Like that furry just wants to get off. He's just there to dress like an elephant and come. And things are just not fun anymore for these people. I mean, so these people are getting really sick. So this fella here with like fake tits and a wheelchair, obviously not even actually, um, you know, look at the legs moving around and all that. Like obviously, just like paraplegic, doesn't actually need a wheelchair, but wants to be the victim. And eventually someone's going to throw you out of your fucking wheelchair. And then what does the victim do? Goes right back to the institutions that they're trying to dissolve. Pressing charges. Pre- oh, so the police, let me guess, you were a Black Lives Matter guy, uh, defund the police, you know. So they're going for the institutions that are crumbling around them as they scoot their little fucking gay asses around. Let's just watch this one more time. So I'm going to give my prediction for the future culturally. And no, this is not, unfortunately, this is not unique. So the furry convention, which is a group of dirty, disgusting, filthy fucking perverts, to dress like animals and bang each other in hotel lobbies. That's a true story. They're now not having fun. So this guy, this elephant here, has been waiting all year to have someone jerk his trunk. Okay? And he's like scratching his head like, what did we do? Because this is, this is Entropy. No offense, Entropy, the company that I'm very fond of. This is where it goes. And look at this. See, this little tech geek here was like, fuck you. And by the way, that is an assault. The little fucking gimp tried to grab his phone. He's like, fuck you, right? Imagine Muslims. Imagine an actual fighting. These are degenerates here in fighting. 
This is why the uh, Paul Romano just let it happen thing is so true. Like, you don't have to fight these people. Just let it happen. Yeah, no one's having less fun than the furries. My LGBT joke is right on the money, years and years and years ahead of time. Start with the L's, then the G's, then the B's, then the T's, and then the L's thought we should have just knitted sweaters, you know? Because it's a descent into madness, and there is no way to turn it off without extreme violence, extreme uh, disillusion of society. Okay, so watch this one more time. We'll get some laughs, and then I'll give you my prediction. You're a faggot, and you know what? I suck dick for cock, all right? I suck dick for cock. And bear in mind, I'm not just, like, listen, this person, if I was in charge, would be the best-case scenario in a little cell, you know. But is this from trauma? Sure. But that's complete demonic possession. But, like, it, that's called flooding psychologically, where, where you want to say your most embarrassing thing to the world, and then you project that they're judging you, and then you attack them. Sound familiar, Jews, right? So they're begging to be destroyed. They're literally begging to be destroyed. No, suck dick for cock. No, suck dick for crack. So this guy's like dressed as fucking the lollipop queen, you know, with the, with, the, with the socks and the fake tits and the wheelchair that he doesn't need and all this. Um, and it's called, psychologically, it's flooding. You say everything you've done, screaming it. Because if you say it, they can't judge you for it because you're the one who already said it. You're the one in control, right? Psychological fast, it's psychologically fascinating. Wheelman into a ravine, ravine says Harry Bear. Yeah, yeah, like you're you're out of here. Like you're and, and that will happen. You don't have guys, I don't recommend any of you do any of that. Just let let the dead bury the dead. All right, so watch this. So this is and there's no off ramp for this. Ramp. <laughs> anyway, just watch this one more time. You're a faggot. And you know what? I suck and, and, and Right, so now they're saying faggot. They're like, no, you're, like, and that elephant is like, hey. Right, because that furry elephant thought that they were a pervert. They're like, oh, you know, that's why these, the enter, like the, the chaos monsters, the demonic evil of this world that wants to say, men and women, there's no difference. There's nothing wrong with sodomy. There's nothing wrong with it. It, it. it always hits a point where there's someone crazier than you. And since your ethos is built on endless chaos, you can't tell them to stop. That's why there's only, the, the, the path is narrow. There's only one actual true path. There's a million other paths you can go down, but it always ends with a depressed elephant offended that someone called him a faggot. But now he can't say anything because that other person is more chaotic, more mentally ill. Do you see it? And so the furries that five years ago would have been put in a fucking, you know, padded room typically. I mean, people got tolerant quote-unquote tolerant, which is just chaos entropy. You know, it's the disillusionment of a structure. Uh, Definitely sounds like you said suck dick for cock. Crack. Maybe, second time, maybe cock, but the first one was crack. Let's take one more listen. You're a faggot, and you know what? I suck dick for cock, all right? I suck dick for cock. cock. You said suck dick for crack, suck dick for cock. Well, it's also just like madness, but I think he means crack. I suck dick for crack. As he's calling someone a faggot dressed as an elephant. Okay, this is all over the place right now. This is not unique. 
as you can see behind him, you have a little Asian fella dressed like a little girl. And, um, and I wouldn't be showing this shit. I'm not like one of those guys who's like, can you believe the left? This has nothing to do with left and right. And I'm not doing so this is America. I'm giving my prediction, and this video is really going to help me do it. One more time. You're a faggot, and you know what? I sucked it for cock. Dude, the elephant's so depressed. He's like, hey, you don't get to say faggot. And that dude's like, I'm lower than you. And low is up in the inverted world, right? Pressing charges. So what happens is at that point the chaos reaches back for the stability. They look at the elephant. Hey man, the like they reach back for the very institutions that allowed them to descend into this madness. Like, just look around at this. Like, look at all the sad degenerates behind going, what do we do now? Right? And there is no stopping this. So now this fellow is like, I'm pressing charges. Pressing charges. Even though the guy just tried to grab this other pervert. And bear in mind, the guy who threw him out of the wheelchair is no hero. But he wasn't having it today. He's like, get the fuck out of here. My name's Coddington. I'm just kidding, Coddington. And so now you see, okay, so this is a metaphor. One reason why this started going a little viral, I think, is it's a perfect metaphor for society. You're a faggot. And you know what? I suck dick for cock. All right? I suck dick for cock. Maybe, Maybe he said suck dick for cock. Mountain Bear might be right. Pressing charges. Pressing charges. You should be banned. So that's their whole thing is like, you shouldn't be allowed on Twitch. You shouldn't be allowed in this furry convention. Like, I'm not allowed on Twitch. And look at the, look at the fucking, check this out. I just labeled this clip hell, by the way, in case anyone knows. Look at, look at the panda back there. He's like, dude, what have we done? What have we done, says the panda. Come and get me, bitch. Come and get me. It's so fucking, okay, so this is what I see. This is my prediction. Is that's only is that guy trolling? No, Mountain Bear. That that's happening all over the place. I just don't focus on it because I don't want to be one of those. So this is America. So that's only going to get worse. There's no way to stop it. It's going to get to a point of Caligula style degeneracy and hell in those regions. As that's going on, people are going to break away and people are going to start uh, freeing themselves from that mental prison. And start um, figuring out life around them. But, the, but that, those kill zones are gone. There's no way to correct that. So what's going to happen is as that descends. And it, it all has to do with banking. It all has to do with fiat currency. So as the dependent, the depraved, the hell continues. It's just going to keep going down, 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 down. There's no political solution. There's no financial solution at this point. And so this isn't a black pill. You guys know I'm not blackpilling. As that's happening, more, more like the sad panda and the sad elephant, they're just going to go, hey. 
And they're just going to start figuring some shit out. <laughs> right? I, I guess this isn't that good of a prediction because it's not super specific. I'm going to tell you Fox's prediction about the Russian war because I think that's right on the money. But I think that the split in culture is only going to get worse. and wor- There is no end to this. Let the dead suck off the dead. Exactly. Maybe he means he sucks dick for the love of cock, not for the fun of it. I suck dick for cock. I suck dick for cock. <laughs> what that means. Paraplegic. Look at him acting paralyzed with his knees bent. He can walk. You throw me out of my chair. I would flop around like a fish. My spasms are ridiculous. Don't tempt me, paraplegic. If you have funny spasms by being thrown out of a chair, don't tempt me. Okay, so the social programs are going to collapse. That's why, paraplegic, you made the right call being a part of this fucking community, you lucky little fuck. Because those type of people are not going to have any security left. Like, they're, you know, social security, right? Like, what does that mean? Because they have nothing left. So... Rewatch my, or if you didn't watch it, I did an episode recently called uh, Slave System 101 about how fiat currency works. And so right now, because we have the world reserve currency in America and then, you know, Ireland, England, all these other baskets of currencies that are all linked to the dollar, you can always print and inject and quantitative easier way out of problems. And we have a society that's, that's, that got so successful because of the Industrial Revolution that um, it, it got lazy and bored and perverted and disgusting. And this is not the first time this has happened at all. When, when Alaric got to Rome, he just was cleaning, cleaning it and took it. There was no Roman military. There was nothing. So this is what I recommend for you guys. Um, is allow them to just keep doing this. Don't get in the middle because the amount of kinetic chaos is just like, there's no point. There's no point to exposing yourself to that because uh, there's no way out. Like that guy is, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's always a way out. I religiously believe that. Like in my religion, I believe there's always a way out. So even that I suck dick for cock guy, like there's always a redemptive path. That being said, the odds are almost zero times a billion. So that guy is going to just continue to degenerate. And then um, as it it all just keeps sinking, the ship of fools, um, just wait. Just keep building your... Because more and more people are, are wanting out. And it doesn't mean you have to admit about like the earth or the Holocaust or any of this stuff. Like that, the truth or stuff doesn't matter as much as just a desire for productivity and the belief that evil is real. Those are, those are some of the things that you can have common ground with people about. Is evil real or is the world relative? Albert Einstein, who pushed the theory of relativity, which is pure Satanism, he wants everyone to think morality is relative because he married his cousin and then left his cousin for her daughter. That's a true story and fucked all of them. And then left him in a mental institution to die alone. That's because so people like that, people that evil um, want everyone else to be that evil because it's extremely painful to be around a normal person when you're that far fucking gone. You know, that's why when people are like, would you ever do Joe Rogan? He could never be around me again. He'd feel incredible pain. 
Like, I'll, I'll show you, like, what's happening. Like, guys, the, the banking world isn't doing well mentally. Here is ex-banker who turned into Dragon Lady, disowned by son after extreme transformation. The former banker wants to become the world's first genderless dragon. Okay? Again, for those of you that have been watching me for a long time, I don't normally do this. I don't normally show you crazy people and go, can you believe the left? I'm just making a point. What was hidden is becoming in plain sight. That's what apocalypse actually means. It doesn't mean the end of life or the end of the creation or the end of your family or any of that, that stuff. What it means is what was hidden is now plain to see. And the question is, what are you going to do about it? And it's not to go into the pigsty and swing at pigs. Just, it's not. That's why, like, I'm so proactive. That's why a lot of these um, people don't know what to do with me. Where they're like, oh, scam. Oh, Owen Benjamin, scam, cult, scam. No, I'm proactive. So what are we going to do? You can't get your own land for 400 bucks, but you can chip in so that I can buy land in Missouri without debt and we can have like festivals and get togethers. And that's a step in the right direction. Those are the seeds, because I'm a, you know, a homesteader, I'm into permaculture and all that stuff. Those are the seeds that keep growing and building and feeding their own energy. When you're really out of this shit, you start thinking about how domes are built, right? What else do you look at? What is diesel fuel? What is energy? Because now that they're taking Russia, you know, they're, they're blowing up Nord Stream and Germany's going to freeze and blah, blah. But I know for a fact that scarcity is an illusion. Scarcity is a banking trick, these genderless dragons, <laughs> to make you give up, to make you afraid and to make you give up your free will in order to uh, get whatever grain that they're willing to give you because they make you think that this world is in pure abundance. It's pure, unlimited abundance. That's the reality. But Diamonds BB, I know, I know. Yeah, it's false scarcity. So um, here is Rudolf Diesel. His actual name is Diesel. Rudolf Diesel's original engine ran on peanut oil. He wanted diesel engines to utilize biomass. So, so diesel engines can already run on biomass. Dr. Diesel vanishes from a steamship. Inventor of oil engine missing after a journey from Antwerp to Hardwood. So what did they do? They started feeding humans the oil. We're not supposed to eat fucking peanut oil. It makes your dick soft. It's true. Uh, but for now, most people are trapped. But they don't have to be, Denmark Bear. I know I'm going to have Ben Balderson on again soon. I just talked to him the other day. Um, he knows how to make biodiesel. He does it all the time. You know, they don't, they, they will kill you if you try to mass market it out of like Amazon or something, but you can do it yourself. Of course you can. It's just the knowledge has been hidden. Um, trapped by their minds. Exactly. Yeah. This is going to be good for Germany with the people that show up, all the, all the mindless, uh, evacuated. It'll be hell, you know, like imagine these guys, imagine these fucking guys, um, hang on, let me shrink this down again. We don't have to just look at the panda. Imagine these guys when the lights go out, you know, when the, I mean, don't get me wrong. It'd be jarring, but part of you looks forward to it, right? Is it just me? Not looks forward to it, but like, you know, candlelight and wood stoves and fucking 
everyone huddling together and wearing like five layers of clothes. And, and then like when the spring comes, everybody's super pumped to see the fucking spring, right? Where is that? We're going to watch this one more time. Like, what, what do you think happens to these guys when the power goes? Like, that sad elephant. He can't even go without a, an elephant. Like, he can't get off without pretending he's an elephant. And that's the only thing that he looks forward to in this cold, dark, dark world. My German friends are ready. Good, Denmark. And they're going to... Hey, Denmark Bear, you're going to like this. I think migrants are going to leave. I think migrants are only there for the cheap shit, the slutty chicks, and welfare. And I think this fucking cold winter might be the best thing that ever happened to old Denmark bear. All those black skins, they're out of there. And don't get me wrong, I was assaulted by a black this morning. This is, uh, this is why farming always keeps you humble. So this fucking nigger shows up on my property and watch what, what happens. How you doing? I just thought I'd share my morning with you guys. And now I'm filling the water. <laughs> hey, pal. Du, 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 du. Ah! Yeah, I got spit on by a nigger. Oh, how dare you say nigger? How dare, look at this. Look at this fucking nigg. Look at it, ready? Look at him. He's going, must be nice. No, he goes, he goes, where's your bike, faggot? Look at that. He's like, yo, dog, what you, what? He's like, yo, nigger. Yo, nigga, give me that grain, bitch. Give me that. But he's a punk ass bitch. It's a girl, actually. I think that might be Black Lady Bear. But um, then I fronted on Onyx and fucking she took off like a little bitch. But guys, the, the idea that I can't call an animal that spit on me a nigger leads to this. Look at the sad pan. He's like, hey. Because this guy gets to say faggot nigger. Why? Because he's sitting in a fake wheelchair with fake tits sucking dick for cock. Okay? So I know I might sound a little unhinged from time to time, but I'm mathematically exactly accurate about where this goes. I get spit on by a black alpaca. That fucker's a nigger. Right? Okay, let's move on. That was this morning, by the way. Oh, and right now they're, they're, uh, the media is chastising... Korea for not allowing in more blacks. Well, let's take a look at what life is like in Korea with bikes. All right, check out all these bikes. What percent are not locked? That one's not locked. That one's not locked. Oh, yeah. Not locked. Is it locked? That one's not locked. Nope. But some of these are not locked. This is a high trust society here. No, no, no locked bikes. Why would they lock the bike? There's no fucking blacks. Oh, how dare you? We have to send blacks to Korea. No, you don't. You don't. Differences are good. Separation is good. You know, every battery is positive and negative. And the spark gap, the differential, hot, cold, positive, negative, male, female, white, black, great. It'll, that difference allows the energy to pump, Right? It's like I could look at that bike video and cry tears of fucking joy because at least there's a place in the world. Guys, that's a city. There's the city in Korea. You don't need bike locks. 
Guys, in America, they will climb in your window and take it. They will take it apart and fuck it, and then they fuck it. They'll fuck your bike. Oh, how dare you sound very racist. I, I, racist isn't even bad. I'm not hateful. I want the blacks to have great lives. I want them to have their own restaurants and their own hotels. <laughs> and their own shopping lines, their own grocery stores, their own schools. I want them to have their own lives. Want to know who had his own wife? Stephen Hawking. This is how you know the Stephen Hawking story is bullshit. Stephen Hawking enjoying Epstein's Island. Must be working on his little bang theory. Look at him. I had a listener tell me that he thinks he has evidence. I haven't been able to watch the videos yet. That uh, Hawking died around 2004. Um, you know, I, I don't. I haven't been able to watch the videos, but it's very interesting. And their own water fountains. Yeah, you're racist. Oh, sweet me too. Racist doesn't mean hateful, by the way. It doesn't mean you think you're better than them, or that there even is a that. I mean, but there's a them, right? I mean, my white alpaca has never spit on me. Granted, I'm in a very racist mood today. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preface this. That fucking onyx spitting on me this morning was really, it got me feeling extremely racially hostile. Because I have, let's see, one, two, three, four, five alpacas. The only one to ever spit on me ever is black. That's it. Oh, how dare you? Correlation, causation. Oh, Jesus. Hotels will be tricky. Their girlfriends will be asking to smell their dick constantly. Yeah, exactly. Well, I just think, like, to encourage people to have their own shit is good, right? Like, the whole idea of, oh, don't be racist. You're, you're taking away. Harlem used to be awesome. Harlem was like the mecca of jazz music and dressing all fly. And they had their own world. They had their own food. They were doing it. And then came the grabbers who said, well, your rent is now 4000 a month and only Jews can afford to live here. And where did the blacks have to go? The blacks were forced to go uh, financially. They were forced to go to the projects. And, they, and a Jewish uh, city manager, this is a true story, city planner, made sure that the bridges were lo- so low that their buses couldn't go underneath it. So public transportation couldn't come back. Did that work? Of course not. They stole the bikes. They got back to Manhattan, stole more bikes. Um, you know, and it's obviously been bad for the black community to insist that they're taught by white people. And uh, what does white even mean? I know. What does male mean? What does female mean? What is right or left or up or down or hot or cold? I know these things are all just so subjective. Isn't that right? Satan. All right. To be fair, BB was getting all up in Onyx's grill. No, I know they have an argument. And if they they have a world where when you go, hey, how you doing? They spit on you. And they're like, you shouldn't have looked at me in the eye. You know, this is, that's racist. You know, and that's fine. I'm not looking. This is why I'm not at like a bad racist. Like I'm not like the, the, the caricature of what people say is a racist. I don't want to stop their life. I don't want to abort their kids. I don't want to uh, tell them they can't spit on each other and smell each other's dicks and all that. Uh, But I don't want to be around it. You know? Like, let me uh, show you a a music video. I thought I was joking when I said this. 
Remember when I did that whole smell yo dick joke? You guys remember? You guys know it's real? Lightsabers are finally a reality. Shut the fuck you up, you, you gamma gimp queen. I don't like a lot of white people either, by the way. Just to let you guys know, it's not. I actually relate more to a lot of black males than white males, swear to God. That doesn't mean I want them to spit on me or steal my bike. But a lot of the white, gamma, like, cocked, feminized male, I, 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 I'd way rather be around a bike thief. But this is fucking real, guys. This wasn't... Dude, check this out. This is the music they like. They relate to this. Oh, by the way, and also, like, bad grammar is not something to be proud of. Uh, I saw Candace Owens and Kanye West, they wore White Lives Matter. We're good, by the way. I don't need to be verified by a bunch of dirty bike thieves, all right? Uh, White Lives Matter, thank you. Thank you for verifying me. No, no. You guys should stick to Black Lives Matter. We already know we matter. We're great. We, We pay for all your shit. Oh, how dare you? Oh, white lives matter. You think the guys paying for all the welfare know that they matter? Yeah, we, we matter. Trust me. And I, I we're, we know we matter. But they, they like to say who is like, they like to like fuck with grammar. Like Candace Owens, who's an educated high food. She married a fucking British prince. They like to say bad grammar on purpose. Because it gives them street cred. Anyway, just check this out. Guys, they like, they like dance to this and they relate to this and they're like, yeah, let me smell your dick. I was joking. They're not joking. It's crazy when you realize they're not joking, dude. Candace Owens is white, just like Jordan Peele. No, she's not white. Anyway, watch this. By the way, it would have been way funnier if it was Kit Kat. But look, he has a Snickers jacket on. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not wrong, guys. They are obsessed with, like, the shittiest candy. The guy's wearing a jacket that says fucking Snickers on it. Now, I'm not looking to kill them. You know, I just want, you know, like, you know, I don't relate to this at all. Look at this. And, and they're all financed to do this. Dude, look at this. This is why she's so fucking mad. 
It's because he this is because she's with he's with a white bitch. Guys, this isn't a joke. She's like, you with some white bitch? By the way, anybody that knows black women knows this is not a joke. This is 100% real. And the Snickers creep. He's cheating. Smell your dick. Okay, so she's threatening to murder him. They do that all the time, too. Their conflict resolution, their conflict resolution skills is, I'm going to shoot you with my gun unless you let me smell your dick. And even if she smells another girl's stank-ass pussy, on, uh, it's a different world. No, it is a different world. It's like, yo, I'm going to shoot you unless you sm- let me smell your dick. Guys, there has to be a separation. This can't be seen as culture. Like, oh, it, it's all the same. There's no difference. No, there's a fucking difference. It's pure fucking chaos. It's fine, but don't fuck hers and try to fuck mine. You keep telling me you ain't touch y'all, but some keep telling me you don't fuck y'all. And I ain't that bitch you want to play with. Nigga, drop the boxes. Let me smell your dick. Why are you coming home five in the morning? Something's going on. Well, I know what, when he wouldn't come home at five in the morning, if he had a job and didn't get paid to be black. You understand? And I listen, in their defense... There were some people that did city planning and kicked them out of their own neighborhoods and put them in this impoverished system. I understand that. There is some truth to that. And the Jews should answer for what they did. But this is retarded. Like you can, I'll show you retarded white shit, but it's it's like innocent. It's not like, I'm going to shoot you let, lest you smell your dick. And then you compare him to a monkey and you get kicked off Rockfin, right? Oh, sorry, Martin from Rockfin. What is that? Is that not monkey behavior? Oh, no. I mean, uh, dude. And they throw, sh- dude, they, 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 they really do throw shit at each other. Like, they'll be like, I go into the bathroom and throw a dookie at you. I've, I've witnessed them threatening that to each other. Swear to God. And I'm like, racism's bad, right, guys? Dude, this is real. All right, this is actually a little too pornographic. I'm not going to play anymore. <sighs> Jesus. I mean, that's 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 crazy. I mean, that's just crazy. But yet, I'm the bad guy for saying, I'm sick of being robbed by people that my tax money pays for their lives. And I don't relate to their culture at all, right? That That's not <laughs> at all unreasonable. Cafeteria food fight featuring feces and bananas. Yeah, and I don't want to be the guy that's like, oh, they're all stupid. Because they're not all stupid. There's some really good people with really black skin. But the overall culture is terrible. You know? Swear to God. I, 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 can't, I can't reiterate. It's, there is not a single place in America where there's a majority black population where they don't have horrible problems with crime, 
infrastructure, dick smelling, and feces throwing. I, I did show me show me the area that's working. Oh, it's because of racism. Big, I swear to God, it's not. It's not. It's not fucking because of racism. There's something going on. All right, that's enough of that. It's an absolute horror show. Yeah, so much to unpack there. That's why the Koreans they don't let people in. The Chinese, the Japanese. What do you think would happen if you fucking smelled a samurai's dick? He'll cut your fucking head off, dude. I'm not. I'm not looking to do that. Obviously, I'm just a chill dude. But meanwhile, we have to wonder, you know, why the Russians are collecting everyone's gold teeth again. Like it's it, it, it's mind it's mindless. So I just highly recommend everybody build their own shit because this fucking thing's coming down. We have a population that isn't willing to admit that. A group of people with a song called Let Me Smell Yo Dick. Guys, I, I was joking when I said it. I was, I was trying to use hyperbole, exaggeration. And people were like, dude, do you know that's a real song? I'm like, yeah, but like a joke song, right? A funny song. No, it's by Risque. Oh, oh my God. All right, here's some super chats. Thank you, Kyneton. Comfortable Bear said... I'm about to spend $800 on a porcelain crown. I wasn't even offered a gold tooth. What the fuck? I know. Lewski, brand kids to a goldsmith. Her brother, Zach, is married to a Rothschild fake trues. The brand kids, Russell Brand. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, I just think they're like low IQ and boring. Like, I'm not even going to say that Russell Brand knows what he's doing. He's like, so you're telling me that Bill Gates is buying farmland? And, and you're not afraid? I'm very afraid. Look at all me dingly, dangly earrings. I used to be on heroin. I don't believe he was on heroin. I think he's a dirty liar. BB, please give a shout out to Virginia Bear Meetup in Farmville, Virginia, hosted by Based Bear and Saturday, 1029 at 3 p.m. Stay overnight if needed. Contact Based Bear to RSVP on BT app. More tunes coming. Thank you. Yeah, Food Forest Bear. Let's make some more tunes. Copper Barrett, Klitler's FUPA has got to be one of the best jokes of 2022. Thank you for reading Putin's speech and giving your perspective as a World War history expert. Battle of the Bulge had me cry laughing. I love Putin's strong leadership and the way his men respect him. And there are parallels with you as well. I appreciate strong men. Thank you. Oh, and then Copper Barrett, the Nazis were also discovering certain technologies. We're on the verge of discovering it out in the open. New life extensions and expansion tech not in natural, but in the spiritual and based in faith versus doubt. Men will try to make it in our realm, but it is the birthright as God's children to have this, allegedly, in my opinion. I totally agree. Southern Bell Bear says, BB, I've lost access to my BT app and login doesn't work. I've emailed to info at for help, but no response thus far. We have a Louisiana meetup meet up next weekend, and I'm not able to see if anyone has reached out via the app. I don't know if my account needs to be reset, but please help. Thanks. God bless. Onward. Uh, I don't know. Southern Bell Bear. Hang on. Let me just text my buddy who does all this shit. Hang on. One second. Southern Bell Bear says she's locked out of the app. I've done my part. Thank you. And thank you for doing a, uh, a, uh, a bear meetup. Reset the password. Yeah, reset the password, Southern Bell Bear. Reset the password. 
You can reset the password. It'll email you. But if you already tried that and, uh, well, then, you know, we'll figure something out as we always do. By the way, if you want to uh, join, it's app.bertariatimes.com or wherever you get your apps, iTunes, Google. We're so clean that we don't even have a problem with any of those people. It's great. Um, give, give them time. They're swamped, but eventually get around to requests. Thank you, Dan. It's true. We, we have a skeleton crew, but we crush. BB's brain melts the second any IT comes around. Yeah, I swear to God, just completely melts. Um, it's pretty awesome you to do live app support. Yeah, well, not effective app support. Let me smell your dick. By the way, I'm not anti-black people. It's a culture I don't relate to. I do relate to their alpha comedy, though. Comedically, I do relate to black comedians because they're all about uh, talking shit to weak men, you know. But uh, it's just the animal shit. I'm just, I'm just not into it. And I have a right to not be into that. Lines are being drawn in the sand. Like, uh, this is, this is good. There's another thing. Cause this forget about the race stuff's a little played out anyway. Who cares? There's a lot of good blacks out there, right? Just trying to, just trying to crunk it up. Um, there's a scene for those of you just listening. It's that scene from, um, don't tell me I'll come up with it. The Incredibles hard to calculate the mass psychological damage caused by being mistreated by someone you could kill in nature because you need to earn tokens to acquire food. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Uh, I think a lot of that will change. I think that with the entropy, things are going to get a lot more natural. And all these like nature, vegan, you know, natural law, libertarian, and caps, they're going to see what the nature, natural world looks like. I'll give you a hint. Dicks will be smelled. Feces will be thrown. And everyone's going to get a whole lot poorer in those cities. All right. That's a good meme by Veritech Tactical. Me explaining to the electrician why he needs to rewire my entire house and put the breaker switch in the master bedroom. (laughs) This is a good meme. Zoo will eat the bugs. You will live in the pod. Here comes a rooster. I'll eat the bugs and live in the pod and I will give you eggs. No, my evil plan has been destroyed. I like that. I like that a lot. This is, oh, wait a minute. Already... That's enough. That's enough, Big Bear. Kind to any uh, super chats before I start reading mail. Let me smell your dick. It's so catchy though, right? Very generous super chat. I appreciate it, by the way. I just realized I'm like 10 minutes behind on the stream, says Hardware Bear. Nice. I just want to know that blacks, I want to let people know black skin doesn't mean someone is dumb or animalistic. It's an overall culture that uh, there could be a variety of reasons why it happened. I'm not saying it's just the Jews. Um, You know, I'm not just going to blame it on the Jews because it's not, it's no one's fault. It's, It's not the Jews fault. They're just trying to, they're just trying to get by. It is once Hail Bod King, Lord of Bertaria. Nice. I like how it's starting already. You just received 10 bucks on Odyssey. Thank you. 
It is once more I, Jonah Bear. I know I just wrote you, but damn, does life come hard and fast. So first off, here's my donation and a bar of silver. That was very nice. Made my hands rub until the fucking skin came off. I want you to have this bar. Of course, I don't have 20 of these bars, so I can't pay you in full what you mean to me. But take this as a down payment. No, you're good, dude. You're good. That was extremely generous. Um, I bought this bar off Bullion Bear because he's a legend, and it is currently all the silver I own. We'll, we'll work on your budgeting. It doesn't mean they are dumb animals, but it's implied. I'm not going to, listen, I'm not going to say that black culture can be summed up in the song Let Me Smell Yo Dick by Risque, but there's mounting evidence. I've been having one of the greatest times of my life. I've cut a lot of sin out of my life, and while it has been a super intense few weeks, it has also been one of my greatest few weeks. My work at the factory has been going super well, and I'm now more comfortable with it than I wish to be. I'm an ambitious, per- I'm an ambition person, but not in a must-make-more-money sort of way. Instead, I'm always looking to be as productive and valuable as possible. That's awesome. The factory really isn't a place where I can achieve maximum productivity, but it was super cool to be able to work here and have time to mediate as I work. Awesome. Paraplegic Bear says, but high melanin content does put you at a high disadvantage. No, it doesn't put you at a disadvantage, Paraplegic Bear. You were buying crack in Baltimore. Because I know Paraplegic hates the blacks because one shot him in the back and put him in a wheelchair, but he just will never explain... What he was doing on a motorcycle with a white chick in the back looking for crack. It's just He's just such a victim in Baltimore looking for crack. They'll shoot you. They'll smell your dick, bear, plegic bear. What are you thinking? As an electrician, I always thought to do the hardest, shittiest work because I knew that if I could do the hardest things, it would help me grow. That mindset has really helped me in my life, and I highly recommend all people except... That life is a challenge and to embrace it. That's awesome. Yeah, no, Bear Pelagic Bear was sucking dick for cock. <laughs> so as I move on pursuing uh, and pursue being an electrician with reckless abandon, I look forward to whatever challenges it brings and will report on whatever new lessons my heavenly, heavenly father teaches me on the way. Just FYI, just so everyone knows, When blacks make fun of white culture, like how I just did with them, I think it's funny. I like differences. I like boundaries. Like if a bunch of blacks were sitting around watching like a country song or like a boy band or something, and they were like talking about how fucking retarded white people, I would, I swear to God, I'd laugh. I would not be offended. I would not be like, oh my God. Like if they were talking about how white people had no balls and like, They're just kind of like without a soul. I promise you I'd laugh. I would not be offended. Like, because I think a lot of blacks are without a mind. And I think a lot of whites are without a heart. It's almost like fucking, uh, what's it called? Uh, Wizard of Oz. Where the way to make fun of white culture is it has no heart. It's just like all mind. It's like mental and kind of without honor. Richard Pryor's white guy was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy when, because a lot of black culture is with a lot of heart, but no mind at all. Like no brain, no thought. Just like, let me smell your dick. Take your bike. Shoot you with a gun. It's, it, it's not even disputable what I'm saying. 
that's not unique. I mean, that song is crazy. But the whole concept of like, if you don't allow me to do a crime, I will shoot you and smell your dick. Like that's, that's mindless, but there's a lot of heart in it. There's a lot of love. There's a lot of love and there's a lot of power in the black. I think one, this is going to make me sound like I'm a fucking black Israelite guy, but I think there's a lot of power in the black man. And that's one reason why the uh, grabber likes to fucking subvert them and keep them down. They have really strong organs. True story. And, um, there, there really is some power in the black man. But a lot of them are just mindless animals. For whatever reason. I'm not saying why, but it's true. Like, are whites supposed to be heartless and just mental? Like, well, Tina, you should work so that we can get another Ford Focus. Like, I realize how absurd a lot of white culture is. They're like, well, five nickels make a quarter, so time to abort our baby. Actually, no, blacks abort their babies way more. But there is something to the mindlessness of uh, of blacks and the heartlessness of whites. Not not overall. I mean, I have a ton of heart. I'm a heart guy. And like Louisiana black bear is very mental, very focused. Blue Bunny Bear, DBB, I'm just trying to send a super chat. Entropy is squirting, loving all the gravy. Thanks for all you do. Much love. Connington, is, is entropy working? That's why they were utilized as farm equipment. They weren't really. That's a, such a myth. Whites always made better farm slaves. Swear to God. Fact. Um, they, work, they make great slaves in the South because of the black skin. But uh, a lot of whites like being slaves. Like, we're like, if I'm not digging, digging a ditch, I don't know what to do with my day. Blacks know what to do with their day. They smell dicks. They crunk. They stay out till five in the morning. You know? Risque's girl saw you buying drinks for that white hoe. Onyx thought whites cuck more. They can be pathetic. Blacks cuck a lot too. I mean, I thought blacks had a lot more honor until I saw how many are wearing masks in cities. So I have to reevaluate my opinion on black honor. I, I, I still have the notion that they have more honor and you don't tell them what to do and they're more masculine. Eh. I, uh, whites trust more, way more because they're less criminally minded. Oh, I'll like, I'll even show you a, uh, a video about that. And whites get more offended for other people. I've noticed they're so fucking arrogant, man. A lot of times I really can't stand white people. Swear to God. Like they'll be like, Oh, how dare you say that? Meanwhile, a black guy's laughing. They're like, yeah, but he doesn't know any better. He's just an animal. All right, I'm going to play you this video. I didn't play it. Kyneton sent it to me, though, but I'll email it to myself. Blacks think that it's... Blacks are a lot like Jews. They think it's your fault if you're victimized in a crime, which they're kind of right. But you're never going to have high trust, high wealth in a society like that because um, think about the unbelievable amount of currency and wealth from just helping someone in need in your vicinity. Um, you, you understand? Like it's, it's, that's why white people typically live in a, in a, uh, more, much wealthier society. In my opinion, there's no such thing as white people though. I mean, look at the Irish. They're pissed in their own mouths saying teehee all day long. Fucking looking for a unicorn that never existed. I mean, there is no such thing as white. I mean, the Irish look at them their little green pants. 
All right, like watch this. This is exa- this is and a lot of people don't know how true this fucking is cuz they're not they're not actually around black people. Idaho is not as racist as everyone thinks it is. Yes it is. So we are out in the middle of the desert. We're driving along. Mm-hmm. And I see a car that's broken down. Mm-hmm. And there's a black man. Now there is not a very whole lot of black people here in Idaho, right? Not a lot. So I'm thinking nobody else is probably going to stop to help this man. Mm-mm, so I'm no just way. like, you know what? You know what? We should stop. We should stop and help this man. No, we shouldn't. I'm like, what? And she's like, ah. No. I'm just like, you know, no one else is going to stop. Not my problem. And I'm like, come on, we got to help this guy out. No, we don't. See, <laughs> no. No, the so, we do not. So see, see, I just got to say, like, right now, like, she said we already had too many we black people in, in, in the car. Too many niggas already in this, in this little vicinity. It's too many. She said ninjas. Ninjas. That was ninjas for anyone that, that she, she has a speech impediment. It was a... Uh, I a little slow. <laughs> anyway, she wouldn't let me stop. She wouldn't let me help the guy. No. You know how much hotter it would be in this vehicle if we put that black man in here? And then, yeah. I just know her because I know she's going to be like, well, well, what do we get robbed? <laughs> Fact. And if we did, I'd blame it all on him. Fact. You was the one. We'd be sitting time. there, and I'd just be looking over, like, mm, okay, mm-hmm. that yep. was my bad. Yep, your fault. Fact. I, watch, I, I just can't deal with these racists. These no, racists these over racist here. Racist people out Racists. Tell me about it. <laughs> they just rude. Just disrespectful. It, it, I, no, what she doesn't know, we're driving back the same way. If he's still there, I'm stopping. You can try. I'm stopping. I'm going to push the gas pedal. Yeah, she'll kill both of you. She'll kill both of you. I mean, who's right, who's wrong? I'll tell you what. She's right. Don't pick up a black man on the street. Um, But he's from a high-trust, high-wealth background. She knows that the odds are he's going to rob you. <laughs> right? Oh, no, how dare you? Okay, then fucking get robbed, bitch. Then get fucking robbed. You know, let me keep reading. She's like, uh, uh, and he's like, what? She's on the money. She is on the money. And it's not just their black skin, by the way. It's you have to read people. Like if it was a black guy on a tractor wearing denim with like a mustache, I would stop and help. It's not the skin. It's the culture. They're from a culture that smells dicks. Okay. Don't stop. If, it, if there's a guy with black skin from a culture of farming and help, like if there was a, a, a black man with a mustache, a gun, denim, a truck, that's a different situation. But you almost never see, see that. You almost never see that. You always just see someone looking to fucking spit in your face and take your bike. And if you don't acknowledge that, you're lying. Gene overalls with the wheat straw hanging out. Right, right. It's culture. It's all culture. And she knows that black culture sucks. I keep overalls in my car in case I break down. Smart Boer Bear. Smart. If Boer Bear was dressed like he was in that sketch, like James Earl Jones, I'd pick him up 10 out of 10 times. But if he's dressed like he normally dresses with his FUBU, no. FUBU, for us, by us. Yeah, so is my car. My car is for us, by us, not you. 
You want to fucking put lines in the sand? All day long, I'll put lines in the sand. All right. Probably don't see it because they don't keep their tank on E. I don't even know what you're talking about. The last thing before I sign off, God has a plan. I can't possibly know what that plan is, but I know for a fact, beyond any shadow of a doubt, he has one. Just looking back in my life, getting fired over the mask, going to college and moving to Washington, I can see glimpses as to how it works. I don't know how he orchestrates it, and I can just now see some of his handiwork in guiding me. There are no coincidences, and I know for a fact that everything happens for a reason. I recently reread the Narnia books, and I loved how the kids in the stories would say, I welcome whatever new adventure Aslan brings. That's so good. You're so right, dude. I've been really living life with that same sentiment. Whatever comes, I know it's God who charters the journey. I'm just the humble retard walking it. Exactly. Don't pick up black people. Attached is the body of a letter I was going to send before deciding against it. So if you don't have many letters, feel free to read it. If you have a ton of letters, feel free to burn it. I know whatever happens, it's meant to be. With all respect, due to the legend of a man, Bard King. Oh, I'll be reading this. I'll be reading this, my friend. I got some uh, letters today, but that is going to stay right there for reading. No, you crushed, Jonah Bear. Um, yeah, and white people are so stupid that they think it's like admirable to do something retarded, get robbed, and then go, but I don't see race. And blacks are like, then you're stupid. You're a stupid fuck. And it's like, oh no, I'm very honorable. I just, I just picked up a guy, a black guy with fucking his underwear hanging out of his pants, uh, no shirt on, because you know, I don't see race. Well, then you're stupid and you deserve to be fucking robbed. And, and don't take virtue off it. Blue Bunny Bear. So entropy is fine. I was spiraling prematurely. My bad. No worries. Captain America. Hey, BB. Apparently, if you type in the letters UNV into Google, the autofill feature will show common related searches such as unvaccinated sperm or unvaccinated egg donor. I've replaced this on a few devices. Is this evidence of sterilization from the jab or just a psyop by big tech? Sterilization. Tons of people are now openly saying they won't take blood transfusions from vaccinated people. Because it's obviously super destructive and poisonous. That doesn't mean if you've been vaccinated, you're going to die or anything like that. It's like, don't worry about it. It's done, but don't do it again. You know, but, but also don't, don't stress about it. That the stress of the vaccinated is, uh, is, uh, is another psyop. It's like, if you've done it, just move on. You know, I know people that have done it and they're fine. Dear Big Bear, Christopher Walken voice. Okay. We have a mouse in this house. I'm not in the zone. It'll take me a little while. Put the traps all around. Lol. Every day, I see the little mouse. I thought it was only one. Turns out you have to be slaughter his whole family before he goes away. I don't know. That was was shitty. Mr. Bear. Okay, let's continue. This was, uh, thank you, the gentleman who sent this yesterday. We got a, he's from Canada, I believe. Do we have a name on here? Uh, There's this one. 
Oh, it's Bonanza Bear. Thank you, Bonanza Bear. Sorry for not reading it yesterday, but I have, uh, I have an order, if that's all right, with Martin from Rockfin. <laughs> and what did I just do with that fucking... In the big brown house, cholera and cilantro allegedly cleans that shit out. You'll be all right. It's just, statistically, it's not advisable. Uh, I would pick up Bowler anytime. Of course I would. It's how people carry themselves. You guys realize I'm a comedian exaggerating, right? Oh, yeah, Bowler Bear dressed properly, not too black, though. Bowler Bear's not too black. If you're like a fucking eggplant black, I mean, it's, it's not advisable. All right. Old black man rolled up on me the other day asking for help. I was suspicious, but he was in a Range Rover and was a white guy and had a white guy sound sidekick. I helped them. Turns out it was Earl Campbell. Great guy. Glad I helped. Yeah, because you were reading the room. I turned down a white guy the other day because he was acting shady and sketchy, sweaty, running. Right? I was, he wanted to use my phone. I wouldn't pick up most blacks as Louisiana Black Bear. Yeah, most blacks wouldn't because... Because only white people are the type that go, well, I don't see color and I'm a retail. They'll get robbed and raped. Like a guy will pick up a black guy, get raped and be like, well, you know, I was just, I don't see color. And, and they think that they're, they, they think it's something to brag about at their little parties. If you see a black cowboy, you're not even going to think about it. You're just going to help. Uh, yeah. I mean, denim. But what does cowboy mean? Are they, are they just coming back from that concert of the guy that gave Satan a lap dance, whatever that guy is? Um, I wouldn't pick up most blacks. 100 points and a gold star for racist points. Good job. Oh, yeah. Blacks are way more racist than white. I mean, because I, they know. Who do you think steal, gets their bike stolen the most? Black kids. Black kids with dads. They're the most victimized by bike thieves. That's why they love my stream. Finally, someone's talking about it. It's exhausting having to be like, oh, yeah, no, it's just all a myth. All right. People are most racist towards their own. Not me. Usually when I see a white, I'm like, hey, look, another one of us. I'm so happy that we're having children. Oh, because they know. Oh, yeah, yeah, because they know. Like, I, I, how am I racist against whites? I, I think they're all going to cuck. Like typically, like non, like urban whites, I assume they're just going to fold with like a five mile an hour wind. They'll, they'll go into a little ball and wait for the angels to come. You know, that's true. That's true. Dadless black kids always stole my toys, says Louisiana Black Bear. And that, and, exactly. Uh, props to BB for not hitting black Duran in the jaw. Well, she's an animal, so I have to, I, I don't like take it personally, but you know, comedically, <laughs> comedically, I'm going to take it very personally. It's easier to see scams within your own race. For some reason, I have no problem seeing scams in other races. I see what you're saying, you know, but, um, all right, but Anza Bear here, I am saying this letter today for three reasons. First, to support the campgrounds. What an epic idea, and also to tip the Bard King. You have been on fire, and I appreciate the constant flow of comedy and gravy that you provide for this amazing community of crushers, known as the Bears. 
I missed out on the festival this year due to work, but I've already taken the dates off for next year, so I will hopefully see you there above the crowd as I am 23.33 Rogans. Whoa. Um, this brings up to the second reason I'm writing you today. I want to share something amazing that has happened to me since I've been listening to your streams, as well as a joke I made. I'm a 46-year-old man. Last time I measured my height was in 2018, and I was six foot four, or 23 Rogans. I've been 6'4 since I was 18 and joined the Marine Corps for four years of active duty. I measured myself recently, and I'm now 6'5, or 23.33 Rogans tall. I even had my father help me to make sure it was accurate. This means that due to all the gravy I've been swimming in, thanks to you and the bears, I've gained an inch of height. Fact, I was six foot six when I was 31 years old. I'm currently six foot eight. Fact. I've been measured, because at first I didn't believe it. People are like, oh, you're lying about being six, eight, you're six, six. I'm like, dude, I've measured myself like 50 fucking times. I'm six, eight. Over 24 Rogans. And I was six, six. Uh, not like 10 years ago. Bragging about not seeing race is like paraplegic bragging. You can't walk. Exactly. Not only do I see race, I see it like really clearly. Like I'll be like, you're half Filipino. Everyone's like, Jesus, dude, what's going on? Why are you so aggressive? I'm like half Filipino. I can put you in a category. And I'm usually right. I'm like, your mom was a nurse. Your dad had money. Holy shit, how did you know that? It's like you're psychic. <laughs> People think my son is Filipino, says Chinky Bear. Yeah, Jew and Chinese is Filipino. Yeah, and also potentially the Antichrist. No offense, Chinky Bear. I'm sure you have wonderful children. Um, People really think I'm like psychic because I can see that shit. All right. This means that dude, all, all right. Um, some may say it's a coincidence, but not like I'll see how they're dressed. And I can tell when a white doctor fucked the Filipino nurse. I can see it a mile away. I'm like, I know what you are. Because Filipinos look a little Mexican, but a little more jungly, little, like a little bit more of that. And if someone is from a higher class in America, it means the white had money. Don't get me wrong, the Filipino women work hard, and they're nurses, and they help people. They treat people, right? But it means, where's the Filipino nurse going to meet the guy? At the hospital. So the doctor bangs the, and that's, uh, dude, I've called shit like this, and people literally think I'm fucking uh, psychic. They're like, how did you know that? I'm like, because you're half Filipino, and you're driving a nice car. And not like a Filipino nice car with a giant spoiler and a tinted window, like a a Honda Accord with fucking 50 grand put into it. Not that. That means you're selling drugs. Like when you see a Filipino driving a $90,000 Honda Civic, you're like, and they have long fingernails. That means they're selling drugs, right? It's really obvious. When someone's driving like a wealthy white person car, but they look half Filipino, it means a doctor fucked a nurse. And Filipinos can make great uh, uh, moms and wives. It's one of the race mixings that I think is a pretty high uh, success rate. All right. I mean, I'm right on the, I know I'm, I'm completely right. BMW or Audi. 
Uh, and I know Rebecca Bear right now is like, well, my husband's Filipino. He's doing quite well. I know, but I could tell, I could tell though, like height, facial symmetry, how they carry themselves. I'm like, oh, okay. So that guy can speak well in public. He can have his own job. But if I'm just looking at a half Filipino, you know, and it's also generational. Audi A8 is, yeah, Audi A8. Yeah, an Audi A8 is a perfect car for a successful white man. Um, but I wouldn't drive an Audi. I mean, that's retarded. I, I, I will never drive something that isn't a functional truck ever again. Audi sucks, says Paraplegic. Oh, yeah, because they don't have a ramp. Dude, Audi doesn't want you people owning Audis. You'll m- Imagine if you see an Audi A8 and a fucking ramp flips out. It's like, and Paraplegic just like, oh, Jesus. That's like an anti-commercial. Like the Audi people would come up and be like, hey man, we'll give you a hundred grand to trade in your car. And, and Barapuid just like, have you tried my coffee beans? And it's like, no, 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 you're not getting it. We don't want you associated with that car. You know, it's like a ramp. It's like, burr, burr. everyone's like, oh shit. Now people are going to think that Audi means you can't. You, and I know it's irrational. Like the car didn't make you paralyzed. But people don't think with their minds. They think with their gut and their heart and their dick. So they go, oh, yeah, Audi. Oh, yeah, it's for people with dead legs and dead dicks. Audi over BMW all day. Well, I don't, I mean, if I was to own a BMW, no, if I was to own a Mercedes, I'd be one of those big-ass fucking vans. I would never, ever own a sedan ever again. It would be, it has to have massive utility. Like, the only Mercedes that I ever must be nice about is, like, you guys see those, like, big van Mercedes with, like, it'll be, like, a fucking dish on top. And, you know, it's, like, they're, like, huge. I'm Literal vans. Those are cool. But anything else, it's, like, oh, this is where I'll put my briefcase. I haul hay and families. I have four kids. Fully kitted out sprinters are cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, like oh, sprinter van. Yeah. Yeah, the only must be nice of any high-end vehicle I've ever had ever is sprinter van. I want to get those huge vans to haul our family. I know, when you have four kids under seven, you don't look at fucking sedans. Oh, my Audi A8 is great for me, my lubricants, my suitcase, and my cocaine, and bare paralegics, fucking dead ass. Silverado for the win. You know I drive a Silverado? I drive a 2015 Chevy Silverado. I'm going to drive that fucker till it's dead. My son played baseball with a family of seven who owned one of those Mercedes vans that were crushing. Yeah, you know, those vans are sweet for the woman. Best truck ever. Yeah, Tahoe's are nice. Oh, yeah, if you're, for gay men, Tahoe's are great. Because you can go cruise the... Cruise San Fran, you know, you can go to Haight-Ashbury or uh, the Tenderloin. And everyone goes, oh, look, a cowboy. It's a Tacoma. A Silverado is more for people that work, you know. The Toyota Tacoma is great if you're looking for, uh, for to suck dick for cock. What's a good truck, Toyota? I'm just kidding, by the way. My brother drove, drove a Tacoma for a while. It was pretty sweet. <laughs> I, just think it's, I just think it's hilarious making fun of, LOL, I'm a woman, so it's okay. Actually, that's good. That's good. It's a good female truck. Uh, 97 Blazer with over 250,000 miles. That's awesome. I'm gay and drive a Tacoma. I know it is a gay. I mean, I, my brother also used to drive a Subaru. 
Swear to God. Toyota the best. I used to drive a Toyota Camry for years. I loved it. I loved the Toyota Camry. Back when I was, uh, you know, single and didn't have kids and everything. Toyota Tundra is more American than Chevy or Ford. No, it isn't. It's a Jap name. Toyota? Oh, Toyota is so American. I don't give a fuck if the plant's in Ohio. You, if, if you say, you go, oh, Toyota. Yeah, why don't you go get yourself a Subaru and a cat? Bunch of fucking queens. You see, I'm just, this is humor for me, so don't take this personally. Every mountain lesbian has a Tacoma? Yes, and a lot. Tacomas come with a napkin for tears. You just out his brother. No, I did. My brother's clearly not a bunch of kids crushing, but he vehicularly he would cross the thin gay line sometimes. And now he doesn't drive it. He drives a different type of truck. Ah, uh, Toyota, so American, like all the fellow. It's like ha! I drive Toyota. I drive Toyota. Oh, way more American than Chevrolet. You can't even say Chevrolet in a Toyota. You'll piss your little pants with your little tiny Jap dick. Isn't that right? The Japs build better vehicles generally. That, I think that's an illusion at this point. The Japs, the Japs have been drowning in hentai cartoon porn for so long, they can barely get out of bed. Russia's going to roll right over those fuckers. Real men have a Silverado. Little bitches drive a Ford like their Uncle Rick in Gattingburg. <laughs> drive Toyota. Show the world you know. Fuck all about cars. Good point, Wooski. I'm going to get to a point where it's just a fucking horse. When people are like, oh, I, I drive a Bronco. I'm like, I drive a Bronco. They're like, so you have a Bronco? A, a, yeah, but like an actual horse. I have a one horsepower vehicle. It's a fucking horse. German cars are still the best. I don't know. The Germans seem like they have just so... They're like drowning in shame. They're so smart, too. Germans have overtaken the Japs, says Mountain Bear. Yeah, I mean, I'm always rooting for the Germans for obvious reasons, but they're just so sad at this point. They're like, we deserve a cold winter. We were so mean. So mean to the Jew. We didn't mean it. Please give us more money. It's like, it's like dude, that was 80 years ago and highly suspect. I know, but I just, I, I, we don't deserve Nord Stream 2. It was too cheap. It made me feel very guilty. What have I done? What have I done to deserve this cheap gas? Put me in a cold room, daddy. One horse is actually 14 horsepower for some reason. Jesus, they inflated it. There's fiat attached to horsepower. How the fuck did they fucking inflate it? They did. They inflated it. 14 horsepower is one horse. You got to be kidding me. These goddamn grabbers. The German guy sounds like he's squirting. Oh, the Germans are always squirting. It's just a tiny, a little tiny drip all the day long. When I feel shame, I squirt. <laughs> Italian cars are a good way to die. Yeah, Italian cars are great if you want to die. If you have a lot of money and you're looking to die, like you want to soft kill yourself. Where it's like, Italian cars are for like when you want to commit suicide, but you don't have the balls. So you just buy an Italian car and you just take turns and you're like, oh, guess not today. And then finally, it's just your, your wheel will break and you'll go, yes, 
the life insurance will clear. You know, there's certain cars that I look at. I'm like, oh, that guy's got a life insurance policy. And he, and he, you know, he wants to die, but he's not willing to pull the trigger. All right. Sounds like the guys from Zabik Lebowski. Oh, Zab- Lebowski. We've been, we nihilists. We care about nothing Lebowski. All right. Um, Bonanza Bear here. I'm saying this letter for three reasons. Oh, support the campground. Oh, 6-4. Okay. This means due to all the gravy, I've gained an inch of height. Some may say it's a coincidence, but none of us here believe in coincidences anymore. Right. I couldn't grow a beard until I became a truther. Swear to God. Like, I wasn't saying enough true things to get a beard. I was 30 years old, couldn't grow a beard. It was patchy, like a Mexican girl. You know, like I'd get a little mustache from my quinceanera, but very patchy. And so now that I'm just like, no, lines in the sand, my fucking face, my beard's like, it's just immediate. Like I trimmed this like three weeks ago. And then like, it's just like, I'm like, ah, okay. He's a nihilist. It must be exhausting. I know. Big Lebowski got some great lines in it. Um, you can now claim that you literally make men taller with nigger jokes. Yes. Until I started saying nigger without any shame, I couldn't grow a beard. It's when you stop whacking better posture too. That is part of it. I bet part of it is not whacking. I really, yeah, I, I bet whacking makes it so you can't grow a beard. That's probably a really good point, Mountain Bear. Well done. When are you going to make another fucking cartoon, Mom Bear? I know you're out having a family and everything, but we, we, we all miss it. I mean, Ira is like affected my life more than my dad did. Swear, I'm not going to swear to God on that. But there's an argument that the character of Ira has, more, has had more of a profound impact on my life than my own dad. All right. I heard having kids help you grow a beard too. Probably, well, it's just also just not whacking probably has something to do with it. It's probably impossible for Owen to get out of an Italian car when I think about it. Yeah, I can't fit in a fucking Italian car. All right. You can now, all right. Uh, obviously, we get that it's really God making men taller. But it seems as if your nigger jokes are his instrument of choice. Allegedly, could it be? I'm not making claims, just saying we exist in a crazy realm. No, I get it. I get it. You call that a beard BB, says Denmark Bear? Yeah, it is. Oh, let me guess. Denmark Bear has a huge uh, Velcro beard. <laughs> My joke I want to share is this. I found the journey for truth in life is truly one from A to Z. Unfortunately, some people get stuck on the J's. <laughs> That's really funny. Nice. And finally, the third reason I write today is to show to share the show that my friend Sharon, a.k.a. Sharon on Bear... And I do every week. It's called the Oversharing Show. <laughs> That's funny. A pun because we are constantly oversharing. Cod probably just pissed in his little pants. But on our show, we try not to make claims, just ask questions. That's a good move. Oh, Jesus. Sharon is an Ursario donor, allegedly. Oh, Jesus. Could it be? And she just attended the recent Bear Festival. Oh, she sounds awesome. She even was invited there to sing on stage with all the legends. She had an amazing experience and met tons of great people. She also met up with a great man who she knew through the BTA app for almost two years. They were just internet friends, but now I am pleased 
and fully authorized to announce that they have escalated their friendship to courtship. That's awesome. All thanks to God and a guy who couldn't stop saying a certain word in a barn because of a blue dino. <laughs> it's like, so what, what made you guys start a family? Well, there's this guy who had his blue dino stolen, so he couldn't stop screaming nigger, and it just resonated as so honest. Wait, wait, what? Yeah. And so the more we just started being honest with ourselves, the more we realized we love each other and we want to start a family. Oh, and the nigger guy, he also gardens a lot. Great call. A lot of nutrition. Uh, dude, life is so fucking funny. <laughs> well, in 1991, <laughs> in 88, well, I originally thought it was 89, but it turns out it was 91. My mom kept it. It was on my birthday. My bike was stolen. Swear to God. My mom kept detailed records. She's very Germanic. And uh, like she's straight up German, like records. Well, I know what there's no record of. The Holocaust. So you have the people that keep the best records in the world not keeping a record of the how It's just really interesting shit, right? It's very interesting. Anyway. I bet your dino had white mags. Good thing it's been over seven years and won't affect your Tate scale score. <laughs> this guy's awesome. Uh-oh, future historians are going to claim it's false since there's an inconsistency. Anywho, Sharon and I have been doing this Over Sharon show weekly for over a year now and recently have had some great guests such as Woodshop, uh, the, the Wise, a.k.a. Woodshop Bear, James from Grounded Extracts, and Scott from Rebunked. Great people. Great lineup. Shout out to all those absolute legends. We also have some amazing listeners. Shout out to all of them. People can find our show at the BTA profile, Bonanza Bear, or on YouTube at Brandon Bonanza. Sharon is on BTA as... Belizima, Belizima, B-E-L-L-I-Z-I-M-A. Um, all right. We would love to have the Big Bear himself come on for a chat and overshare some piping hot gravy, if that's okay for Martin from Rockfin. Yes, that can be done. That can happen. I did have pegs, Harry Bear. I've been podcasting since 2014 and also did stand-up in Connecticut, um, New York, Massachusetts area from 2013 to 20. The Oversharing Show reflects this. Uh, we have a lighthearted approach to subjects like realm earth, self-healing, and even death. Sharon is a widow and has many insights on these topics. We met on BTA on 2020. She has seen a show I did with another bear. She had all kinds of questions for me, and I suggested that we record something instead of just having gravy-filled phone conversations. Why not share our ideas with everyone? I feel the same way. I get it. Um... Got to give to the tomato throwing crowdfund. Well, there's a price. BertariaCampgrounds.com. There is a price that you can throw 33 tomatoes at my, at my face as I mock you. All right? So no one can say I didn't make that offer. She was reluctant at first, but after we did one recording, she immediately was hooked, and that's how our show was born. During that time, she became the sister I've never had. A few of us bears had a small meetup in Sedona, Arizona back in January, I drove Connecticut and bears from South Carolina, Alabama, Minnesota, and Sharon, who lives in Arizona, came. Make internet friends real, indeed. That's always the way to do it. Um, on our show, we also talk about pitfalls like victim consciousness, fear and despair, and how we overcame them. If you're down to come on the show, just let me know how or where to contact you in regards to this. Yeah, I'm down. 
Just email me at uh, why didn't they laugh at gmail.com. I know you're busy, so I won't gamma spiral out of control if you decline. No, I'm just not saying it's going to be like necessarily tomorrow. But yeah, I'm obviously down to talk to you live. Brandon, have you had Risque on? She has an amazing song. Hilarious. I know you are busy. All right. Uh, keep crushing, Big Bear. Signed, Bonanza Bear. P.S. I'm so glad you spilled the beans and I never doubted the spill. I was with you from day one when you spilled the beans on the silly dildo guy who kissed men to own the muzzies. Keep crushing and spill on. Also, I drink bearplegic coffee. Bearplegic made me write that, obviously, and said if I didn't, he would roll up and down my street all night with squeaky wheels. <laughs> he is so pathetic. At least he has great coffee. Hilarious. Onward to Bertaria, where spilling the beans on crime is not a crime. I know. I don't understand why people think it's bad to, like, rat on criminals. I'm so glad I'm not a fucking criminal. How, how ex- that would be exhausting. Talk about exhausting. It's like, don't spill the beans. We're due for another bear meetup in Arizona, says Black Lady Bear. You guys are. And Black Lady Bear, I know I was hard on the black culture earlier because of the risque song, uh, Smell Yo Dick. And I may have accidentally promoted segregation, but I just want to know that you're always welcome at the white side of the tracks if that ever does happen. God says, we need to make that into a commercial for Halloween, just the shadow of a wheelchair with a screech. Yes. Yes. Like, like Baraplegic will just roll up and down your, your street if you don't buy a stupid coffee. Can't stop singing Let Me Smell Your Dick. Thanks for that, BB. Let me smell your dick. It's a very catchy song. But I just want Black Lady Bear to know it's not all blacks that I'm attacking. Uh, it's just the overall mainstream culture. I, I just, I loathe it. It's kind of funny, though. Um, haha, sorry for the incidental promotion of segregation. <laughs> is it funny how you just start do one time when I was still like deep in Hollywood, I made some video where I thought I didn't realize how racially charged and right wing what I was saying was like, I'd still consider myself a liberal at the time staring in your window while he squeaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, guys, I figured out what causes conflict. And I'm doing this like video. This is years ago. And I'm like, it's all about proximity and differences. I'm like, people can be different, but if they're right next to somebody, that causes conflict. I'm like, there's definitely an equation for this. Guys, at the time, I literally considered myself like a Democrat when I was saying this. I'm like, it's about differences and proximity. And I thought everyone was just going to be like, whoa, that's so genius. Because it is. I'm like, I'm like, so it's not about people being different. That's okay. But if they're close to each other and they have a lot of interactions, that's going to cause violence and problems. I think I figured it out. And everyone's like, wait, that's like super racist. I'm like, no, no, it's about all differences. (laughs) I really, I was like, I was like, Like if one group of people wants to live a certain way and another group of people wants to live a certain way, the closer those groups are and the more different they are, the more there's just going to be violence. And I was pitching, I've been pitching segregation for years without even realizing it. Um, All right, anyway. It's It's just so obvious though, right? No, no, hear me out. We start with water fountain. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, when people are really different and they're really close to each other, there's going to be, I missed it, but we'll catch you later. Thanks for the invite. Our manufactured culture is horrible. It's horrible, horrible. You know, 
so bad. Proximity to wealth. Yeah, I've been talking about that a lot too. It's about poverty's proximity to wealth when they're part of a culture that, that especially when they're part of a culture that, uh, oh yeah, Harry Bear, you've been listening to me for a while. You remember all that shit I was talking about? So one of the reasons there's way more violence in cities is because desperate people are really close to really rich people. In the country, you don't have that. Like it isn't like super poor people are right next to super rich people and they're like always passing each other, you know? Um, I hate when profound statements come to you when your audience is full of half-tards. Um, dialectically, difference plus proximity equals conflict. Truth. Yeah, and I literally came up with that exact equation I, literally, like 10 years ago, over 10 years ago. Where I was like, everyone's going to love this. I think I figured it out. It's not about who's, it's not about differences. It's about how close people are that are different. (laughs) Everyone's like, are you promoting segregation? I'm like, yeah, but of all kinds of things. (laughs) Hi, Big Bear, Persian Jew here. I've attached some shekels, Israeli money. You can rub them between your hands to satisfy your inner gravel. Enjoy did I just get put on a list because I have Israeli money now? I have some insights from Iran that you might want to know. My grandma and half of my family still live there. Yes, I love Iranian insights. Thank you. First, protests historically are created by the government. Yes. Yeah, it's a uh, Hegelian. For example, most of the death to Israel protests are staged inside major cities like Tehran. Yeah, they love that shit. Because if you're not hating Jews, they can't squirt, Right? Shiraz and Isfahan by relocating. Again. For example, most of the death of Israel protests are staged inside cities like Tehran, Shiraz, and Isfahan by relocating thousands of people on the country's welfare by bus and having them, quote unquote, work by protesting to earn their monthly benefits. Totally, dude. They do the same thing in America. They're like, so wait a minute. What do I got to say? I got to say, Black Lives Matter, nigga. And then I'll get my EBT card. Shit, okay, I'll hold a motherfucking sign. Yeah, it's so fucking pathetic. And want to know what it's going to end? End with a bunch of sad furries wondering what they've created. You know, like, I can't get that sad elephant out of my mind. He's like, hey, you can't call me a faggot. And it's like, I'm in a wheelchair. I'm a tranny who sucks dick for cock. I could say anything I want. Because the world's inverted. The lower and crazier you go, the more freedom you're given. And the sad elephant furry's like, but just last week, I was the dirty like pervert freak that could say anything. It's great. Okay. I, I, so much is manufactured, dude. So much. like Basically, every protest is manufactured. With the exception of like the ones they don't say on TV, like Holland. <laughs> you know, like the Dutch protests... They won't cover it on the news until it's completely hijacked and fake. BB, did you go over Vox's prediction? No, thanks for reminding me, Rebecca Bear. Well, after this letter. Um, I witnessed one of these protests in 2015 um, where I was scared because of my out of my mind walking with my grandma. She just laughed at how naive I was. She walked me to buses parked miles long and the feast waiting for the protest participants after they made a show for the news cameras. That was an eye-opening experience. I thought 
Chinky Bear that wasn't aimed at you. An eye-opening experience is a just a phrase that we say. I know you can't open your eyes because of your heritage, and it's a beautiful heritage. And if it makes you feel any better, Chinky Bear, your squinty, slanty, slopey eyes do much better with with a glare off of snow. So good for you. There's benefits. Just don't get behind the wheel of a car. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, I thought we were in trouble as known Jews in the city. Thankfully, Iranians still respect their elders and most could care less about your religion. Respect is one of the main reasons why my grandma would rather live in Iran. Yeah, Iran actually sounds really sweet. Uh, Second, the internet has been garbage there ever since I can remember and continues to underperform. Well, people complain that their internet is down or not working. The government in Iran is known for turning on mo- more filters on the internet or throttling the bandwidth. However, their internet is working. Citizens get around those filters with proxy servers or websites. My point is that we still talk to our family over there regularly on internet calls. Lastly, the current protests seem to be non-government controlled. Yet, who can know anymore? Yeah, they're NGOs. Non-government organizations. Yeah, governments are so 2018, dude. Check out NGOs and banks, Persian Jew bear. I know it. I know you guys aren't uh, legally allowed to criticize the banks, but um, king of roasting anyone, I shall willingly bend the knee. Yeah, it's fun that I roast people, right? The bank pays 20% on your money, faxes, paraplegic. Shut up, paraplegic. Go squeak your wheel somewhere else. All right. Don't slopes pay good money for eye surgery? Yeah, I mean, at least 20% of China's gross domestic product goes to opening their eyelids. Yeah, if you ever want a good job, uh, eye surgery in China. (laughs) Okay, anyway. Lastly, the current protests seem to be not... All right, yet who knows anymore? I can share more about Iran's economics or perhaps something else that interests you. Let me know. Thanks for your funny streams and blessings to you and your family. Thanks. Um, Nice. Yeah, you're crushing, bro. You're crushing. Thanks for the uh, letter and the Israeli shekels. Round eye surgery is booming. It's true. They go and they go, I want my eye to look like Pamela Anderson. They're like, Jesus, cheeky eye bear. Um, Dear Big Bear, please find enclosed gay. Could be Gary and Terry run the Central Bank of Canada. Seems like a joke, but the Sodomite Mafia run most of the levers. On the other end of the spectrum, here's a 400-year-old Serbian cedar tree pendant. The sinks are richer, so just a... Pertinent overview of my first letter. Reporting from Venice Beach, watching the unveiling collapse from the shores of the Pacific. In many ways, it is beautiful. Sure, for the uh, demon hosts, it looks like the end of Ghostbusters when all the spirits are released. But those of us who are like-minded have formed more and stronger bonds. Exactly. That's part of my prediction, by the way. The more of the collapse you're going to see... Uh, the more like-minded people are going to band together. I do realize that this this prediction isn't super specific, like boxes that I'm going to go out, uh, I'm going to tell you guys about, which means I'm less on the hook to be wrong. 
but it's no one's talking about it. And it's actually a really valuable prediction that you're going to see. There's no off switch for the cultural collapse or the financial collapses. But at the same time, there's going to be more and more people wanting out and um, and forming strong communities that you would never have been able to form in the 90s. Like a lot of these communities that were forming never were possible when everybody was just fat on the hog and feeling safe. People just mass marketing, mass media, mass mind control was way crazier in the 90s. Everyone knew every song that they released every month. It was like Guns N' Roses. Everyone knew Sweet Child of Mine in the whole country. Everyone. Uh, now that's not true. Okay. If you caught the Alpha Vedic episode on the Anastasia Foundation, I'm the dude in the red cap. At the end, I gave your firstborn a shout out with some dragon gravy. Nice. If you're not familiar with Anastasia and the ringing cedars of Russia, there's no need to worry because you absolutely embody it. Oh, yeah. I like I liked their concept. I checked out that, um, that episode. It was great. But I like their concept of um, lining your property with uh, like bushes and trees and shit. Like they have an energetic barrier. I really enjoy that. Uh, distilled down to a sentence, you follow natural programming as opposed to the artificial programming. God's law, a.k.a. the true nature of reality, will always prevail like the flowers that grow through the concrete. A hundred percent, dude. Totally. The artificial needs constant maintenance or else the natural takes over. Exactly. Exactly. It's actually profound how fast nature takes back lies. It's profound. Yeah, Anastasia kicks ass. I made my back here like that in 2016. Yeah, it's really cool. Where you have the edges of your of your land have some form of energetic boundary. It's it's really sweet. All right. Um, we build a social platform at Anastasia.foundation, and our Telegram group has a lot of bears in it. Like you, we have been branded as a cult by the mainstream, but there is no leader, so of course it's BS. Well, just because I'm a leader, I'm a cult leader. No, I'm a tent pole. I'm, a, I'm just a big tent pole. The bears are also decentralized. Our community is global with numerous settlements of homesteads worldwide. They're called Kins Domains and handed down generation to generation. We also do meetups in person in effort to bridge communities. I want to Gravy Crockett's house for a bear meetup. Nice. <clears throat> Next, I will go to the Bear Farmer's Market that is south of L.A. On October 13th through 16th, I will be speaking at the Music and Sky Festival that DJ Bear is part of. The Conscious Festival Circuit is the new university system or music school where you can learn everything you were not taught from the biodynamic permaculture to how to be a breathertarian. I don't know if I believe that, but I, I, I do. There's some evidence that that's real, but I just... Even though I'm a gravy connoisseur, I have a hard time believing that you can survive on just your breath without food. Even though I, I've read literature where people are like, dude, we tested this Indian guy. He didn't eat for fucking 20 days. And he was or like way longer. It was like months. I just, I, I'm, I'm not capable of believing that. But I'm not calling anyone liars. I'm just, I have that resistance that, so people have for like the moon landing. I, I just breathitarian to me sounds fucking.
preposterous, but if that's real, then that's amazing. Um, I teach how to become a geocentric pee-drinking sovereign man of God. I don't believe in drinking pee either, by the way. Everywhere from Envision Fest to Costa Rica. Nice. Um, yeah, read because they're out of print and don't read. But we're trying to republish them and we'll get you audio copies soon as available. Nice. That's from Soulmate Gathering to increase the population of Bertari. Yeah, but Bertari grows naturally. We're in the, Bertari is extremely natural. Like, it's, it's very organic. I, we don't look to like, oh, we got to like do this like marketing push and shit like that. I don't market. I just call people fags and nigs. I'll pass on the piss. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't drink piss either. Tom Barnett says it, it works, and I, I respect him, but I'm, I'm never drinking piss. If that's okay with, um, who's the idiot who drinks piss? Fucking idiot. Relax, Bull Rush Bear. Jesus, Boston people never know when to turn it off. No, urine therapy is a real thing. A lot of, uh, a lot of more like new age truth nature type people swear by it. I don't. I think it's, uh, I think it's like retarded. But it's okay. This is not just the rise of flat earth and hidden history, but also the return to natural science documented by the likes of Victor Schauberger. No way. I was just thinking about him today. That guy's awesome. Wilhelm Reich, Walter Russell, etc. This is a whole other letter. So, uh, so our how I too was kicked out of hell. Amazing. Sacred building and moon wood harvested in winter during waning moon. How to become a gold-blooded Shivambu Sepian and more. Your family homestead is more than a farm. It's a spaceship time machine. I'm Venice Beach Bear on the BTA app, but please verify uh, me as Venus Beach Echo Chamber. Welcome, Venus Beach Echo Chamber. Onward. In the pursuit of the good, true, and beautiful, and recovering of who we really are as God's image. Um, I respect your chutzpah and intensity. I just, uh, I'm just not going to drink piss. I didn't even know it was healthy. I just drink it. (laughs) Yeah. Who knew? Maybe the Irish this whole time have just been, they just know how good piss is for you. And they just pretend to be wasted because they don't want to keep explaining it. What if, what if the Irish don't even drink alcohol and they just keep pissing in their own mouths because they're like doing urine therapy and they're just so sick. Of everyone going, why are you pissing in your mouth? So they just pretend like they're drunk. Denmark Bear says, do they eat their own shit too? Denmark Bear, you're being very great. How big's your beard, Denmark Bear? Do you have a huge beard? Like you were kind of talking shit about my beard earlier. Do you have like a giant beard? Um, okay, I have three letters from the ice cream man. This could get very interesting. It's how the Irish got so good at sports. I made it home, you doubters, says Chinky Bear. Chinky Bear, no more of that. BB, Kevin the Clown, ice cream man, never sleeps. Please do an impression of Alex Jones teaching a kindergarten class about New World Order. After nap time, we're going to find out about New World Order and Hillary. Hillary's the reason you got chocolate milk. Hillary's the reason you don't get skim milk. Hillary's in the sewer taking all your chocolate milk. It wasn't me who took your chocolate milk. It was Hillary Clinton. If the body needed it, it would piss it out. Why would it piss it out? Yeah. I, I agree, Denmark Bear. I'm, I'm, I'm questioning breathitarian, and I'm also questioning drinking piss. 
I think our entire, um, you know, intestines and stomach and how our whole body works kind of goes against the uh, breatharian model. Like if we just functioned on just breath, why do we have like an anus? Like why, why would that even be a thing? You know? Um, Big Bear, the ice cream man's job is to bring joy to everyone in town. Well, I mean, according to a few horror movies, it's a little different than that. I'm angry that someone called Breathitarian exists. No, no, it's a big thing. It's not, I'm, I'm not mocking Venice Beach Bear. I really enjoyed the letter, and I do like a lot of the Anastasia stuff. Like the, the but, but I'm not going to just gloss over the fact that people claim they can live for months, if not years, on just their breath. I, I can't imagine that being physically possible. Rebecca Bear says, not to worry, I will not be drinking piss. Thank you. And I think drinking your own piss is weird. And I don't care. I like Amanda Vollmer. I like Barnett. I like all these guys. I think they have a lot to offer the world. I will not sign off on piss drinking. I would never be a... No, pissing in soil, maybe. You know, or like a compost situation. But I'm just... Uh, just like a penis doesn't belong in an ass. Yeah, Denmark Bear gets it. You don't put your penis in an ass. It's not where it belongs. Right? right. Subaru's run on piss drinking. Yeah. Uh, Thus, I will tell you one of the most wonderful tales in human history. Shakespeare and all of the ancient texts do not compare to the story I'm about to tell you. It's the tale of ice cream boss Mito. Oh, here we go. More Mito. Owner of Rainbow Ice Cream in Canada. Mito had a threesome with a girl from Plenty of Fish and our ice cream truck mechanic, Tom, allegedly. Okay, we're not going to uh, continue with that. Jesus. What kind of fucking live stream you think this is? You think I'm going to read porno stories from an ice cream man? Everyone's trying to get me to drink piss. Okay, so I'm going to say the... Um, I'm just going to tell you guys... But again, I'm not pushing for segregation. I just want to address that earlier. I just think that people should be with their own and do and build their own shit, right? Everyone agrees? I just, I know that's probably a controversial topic, so I just want to really hammer that home. That I'm not actively in support of racial segregation, especially in America, because it'd be so hard. Everyone, someone jumped a fence, you know? There's always someone who jumped it. Like, I'm half fucking Irish. Where the hell do you put me? I'm Germanic, English, a little Czech Jew, allegedly, and half Irish, so, like, the Irish shouldn't be with the Germans. One is super, they're building beautiful engines. The other's pissing in their own mouth. Okay? So, I don't know what to do with myself. That's why I think just let things fall where they fall, right? But don't force the blacks in, right? Don't bust them in. Feed them. Give them bikes to do protests and burn their bras. Like, we're not doing that, right? Well, that got fucked up real quick. Thanks for cooling it down, baby. It didn't actually get fucked up, Sam Weisbear. You're being a pussy. You're being a pussy. It was really funny. I mean, when I'm mocking and reviewing a rap song called Let Me Smell Yo Dick, um, I'm going to mock the blacks and I'm going to... Microsegregation is alive and well and works. It does work. It works great. So don't... Okay, this is what I'll say. It shouldn't be forced, but 
you shouldn't feel obligated to be in a diverse area. Okay, we can all settle on that. I'm not saying that people are going to kick in your door and take away your Filipino wife or whatever. That's not what I'm saying. I don't want that. No one wants that. But, you know, people should just naturally be around what works, right? Just don't think that it's somehow virtuous to be like, oh, we brought in 50 blacks. Now we're going to be way happier. No, no. Crime's going to skyrocket. A guy's going to get raped. Oh, no, earlier the ice cream man. Oh, okay, Sam Weisberg, gotcha. Yeah, I wasn't going to talk about someone having a threesome. That's fucking weird, dude. Okay, anyway, the stream has been great. I think so, too. So I'm going to tell you Vox's uh, prediction on the war in Russia, and I completely agree with him. You can always check it out on authorized.tv, just as prediction episode. But So basically, the way Russians like to fight is they use general winter. I know a lot of blacks who want to self-segregate. Good, and I'll support it, and I'll visit, and I'll buy their shit, you know? Uh, I, that's why I kind of like the black Israelite people. I like the, the bow tie blacks, the ones that are like, the one thing the white man doesn't like is a nigga with a library card. I'm like, exactly. Read your own books. It's like, we should just grow our own food. I'm like, we, we shouldn't take any money from the white man. I'm like, this guy gets it. This guy's getting it. Give him land. No, no, no. Don't give it to him. Make him pay for it. Um, anyway. Uh, threesomes are sodomy. Don't super check here. Yeah. Dude, I love the fucking black nationalists. They're great. Because they want to do it themselves. They don't want to keep taking our money. Right? Um, Joe Biden said integration would lead to racial jungle in our schools and streets. He gets it. All right. Anyway, so um, the Russians historically like to do something called pockets or cauldrons. And this is what they've always done. And they like to use something called general winter. It's the winter. So what they did with Napoleon and what they did in World War II and what they have done historically is they retreat right before winter and then they get a army to overcommit. And then they encircle them and they, and they kill everybody. They're called cauldrons and pockets. And so right now, uh, Vox's prediction was a major Russian offensive will happen before the end of the year. It's going to be relatively soon. And I agree. Because right now, the Zelensky regime in Ukraine wants to impress the media and the narratives that they're getting it done. Why do they do that? Because that's the only way they're going to get money. You know, the West has just been feeding them money and weapons and they've just been getting their asses kicked. The, um, the, the kill ratio from, between Ukraine and Russia is insanely lopsided. Like, R- Ukraine's getting crushed. And Russia's already taken Donbass, which is their original goal. So what Russia does, they do something called a feint, where they'll, like, attack something just to get uh, troop mobilization and then retreat real fast. Um, they did it with, uh, Napoleon in France, like, uh, a light cavalry group attacked some area of France just to get Napoleon to have to send troops to garrisons back in France. Um, they, I, I believe they did that with Kiev. Like they go, they go to Kiev, no intention of taking Kiev just so that they have to protect Kiev, uh, get rid of some troops. Right. So now Zelensky is. Zelensky's forces in Ukraine 
it appears they're pushing back the Russians. They're not actually winning any battles. They just keep taking like farmland as the Russians are retreating, right? And they won't stop even though it's obviously a trap because they need the press. They need to say, look, we're taking back land. Give us more money. Give us more money. And as they do that, Russia right now has mobilized 300,000 men. What are those men for? People are like, I saw a video and the men don't seem excited about it. And they don't seem very tough. They're not going to the front. They're going to the areas that Russia has already taken to manage. So a huge amount of any military, like when you take conscripts, when you have a draft, many times it's not to be warriors or, or fighters, soldiers. What you do is you become the police force of the newly acquired Donetsk, you know, all the, all the areas of Donbass. And so, uh, so those 300,000, that's their job. And so then all the trained soldiers, the uh, Russia's best, will then do their operation. So the fact they're mo- mobilizing 300,000 men means they're about to do something big. What are they going to do? Well, the same thing Russia's done for hundreds of years. They wait for the winter to start. They get people to overcommit. They did it to Hitler and Stalingrad. They did it to Napoleon. Um, they, um, they get the army to go de- like deeper away from their fortifications. And then they do the cauldron or the pocket. And they do it every time. And they're doing it right now. They're obviously doing it right now. So otherwise you end up with collapse behind you and vulnerable to flank attacks. Yeah. So, so Ukraine's moving in trying to capture land for the press. The Russians move back. Then they circle and then march towards the center with heavy artillery. Russia's always known for having heavy artillery. They love artillery. Just boom, you know, 10 miles away, just sending shells all day long. They make, Russians go through more shells in two weeks than all of America makes a year. Right? (laughs) Two weeks, just boom, 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 boom. So once they uh, create a cauldron and then they just start squeezing because Russia's goal for the Ukrainian conflict was never to take all of Ukraine. They were doing a special military operation, which, uh, which wasn't cynical. It was actually what it was. They weren't destroying civilian infrastructure in Ukraine. They were only liberating the Donbass from genocide. They were literally doing a genocide there. There was Vast majority of the Donbass, the eastern Ukraine, are Russian speakers. They wanted to be part of Russia. The Azov Battalion, a lot of the Ukrainians were torturing them and killing them. And there was a huge outcry from the Duma and the Russian population for Vladimir Putin to do something. He's actually super reserved. And in classic inversion, they're making Putin sound like the wild man, the ego man. He's like a chess player and he's super reserved. And so... He waited years as the drums beat, like, do something, do something, do it. So then he finally did. And now that the uh, eastern Ukraine has voted to be part of Russia, they're changing special military operation to war. And what the war is, it's going to be war against the terrorism in their own country. Because now the Donbass of Ukraine is Russia. And they will treat it like Russia. So all Ukrainian forces, all that stuff, that's now, that's now terrorists. And so the, the level of war is about to start really escalating there. And 
his other stated goal was to quote unquote denazify Ukraine. So it's to uh, disembowel their fighting force. It was never to take Kiev. You know, I believe they will take Odessa, but not Kiev. Uh, and it wasn't to take all of Ukraine. They don't want the mess. And so uh, what they're going to do is as the Zelensky uh, forces are are pushing, pushing, pushing far past their, their lines of protection uh, just to get the media. They can't stop now. That's the thing is even, I'm sure the local population is relieved, the voting was all the regions were over 90% to join Russia, over 50% voted. Overwhelmingly, they wanted to be Russia. They begged to be Russia. They did not want to be under the uh, quote-unquote neo-Nazi. Not that that even means anything. It's run by a bunch of Jews, so it doesn't even make sense. But uh, counterterrorism, op, not declared war. Right. But if another theater opens up, then that's when war is declared, probably. Right now, it's a... <clears throat> yeah, counterterrorism, though, is, a, uh, is an escalation. Special military operation, they weren't even really using mo- uh, very many Russian troops. They were using local militias. And they were doing the stated goal of taking Donbass and denazifying uh, the military, which means the more extreme factions that are extremely racially motivated about killing Russians, they consider that it's the same rhetoric. I know all the National Socialist guys are like, no, we had to invade Russia. Tons of literature in the 30s, early 40s about how Russians are subhuman mongrels and they have to be put down. Same type of rhetoric in Ukraine. And so they're killing those people. And for whatever, I mean, I think the whole thing's a grabble. I think all modern war is a grabble. Uh, you know, the brother war thing rings true. But I think, you know, I think all of this, like, eugenic bloodletting is, is satanic. I think war is hell. And I don't encourage war at all. But this is what's actually happening. And versus, I like to explain these things because the Western media is so blatantly wrong. They've been wrong the whole time. So now their pride is going to get them all killed. And then I'm sure they have another thing they're going to do after that. But right now, the pride of like, look, Russia's collapsing. Russia's deteriorating. Zelensky has just taken back all this land. They're, they're 100 miles into Russian territory. Yeah, it's called a cauldron. And if you read any Russian military history, they do it over and over. And they always do it right as winter's coming in. They overextend. Russia pulls back. They circle and then they use heavy artillery to squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. And then the winter is, uh, they call it general winter. Like it's, uh, it's another column of attack. I don't think Russia is capable of quote unquote winning this. They already have won everything they said they were going to do. Winning isn't, see, so many Westerners are so insane. And so like their idea of war is not the Russian idea of war. It's not the Chinese idea of war. America would go into an area and fucking kill and bomb everybody. Like what they did with Baghdad and what they did with uh, a cauldron is what witches make spells into. Well, it's also what you boil fucking stew in. All right. It's like a a cauldron isn't just for witches. All right. So anyway, um, America's like bomb, kill, you know, destroy Baghdad, blah, blah, blah. And then they always lose because they can't occupy it forever. What, what most reasonable militaries do is they try to win over hearts and minds and they don't destroy the infrastructure and they go to areas that they're wanted 
Eastern Ukraine wanted Russia to take it back. It wasn't like this, like so many Westerners are like, oh, Russia's can't win this. Well, what do you, what do you consider win? Destroy everything, murder everyone and just take it and plunder it and then leave it 30 years later. Yeah, that's not America. Negotiations stop when the war starts. Russia negotiations start when the war starts. Exactly. That's a huge way to understand this. When Russia is at war, it's a form of negotiation. They squeeze. It's a chess culture. America is more of a checkers culture. You know, and I'm not, I love being American. I don't want to be Russian. I don't, it's a very cold culture. A lot of beauty to it. I like the domes. I get it. But like, I'm not saying, oh, they're better than us. Militarily, I do think they are superior. Uh, It's a chess culture. It's not about like just, so what they do is they squeeze and then they open up channels for negotiation because war is just another aspect of, of business. And, um, and America's not like that. It's like, it's very feminine and emotional and like burn, you know, blow up, destroy everything. Like the invasion of Baghdad and all that stuff. And that's why America deals with uh, terrorism overseas so much more because no one wants them there. Like IUDs and all this shit. Because the population's like, get the fuck out of here. Like Afghanistan, the minute America leaves, they throw out all the porn Make poppy seeds illegal or, you know, heroin illegal. Women go right back to wearing the burqa. They're like, go, we don't want you here. We don't want your, we don't want to cut off the genitals of our children and call it proud pride. It's disgusting to these people. And then it's disgusting to me as an American. The video at the businesses sniping each other. So good. Yeah. The Western media is completely wrong. And there's, it's interesting to me how many people We'll know how wrong it is about everything except for this war. Like they were wrong about how they depicted Trump versus Hillary or 9-11 or the Iraq war or babies in incubators and all this shit. Uh, But yet they're right about this. No, they're not right about this. The Russians are going to fucking destroy. It's a cauldron. So, and they're using the pride. You know, Putin is a fucking judo guy. The pride of like, go, go, we need more land. We can get more weapons. We need to win. And the Russians are, why would they be retreating? Why would they be retreating, guys? Maybe because they're doing the same exact military move they've done since they've been a nation. Retreat, 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 surround, squeeze. Stalingrad. It's like what they do. They get you right there. And then they surround you and then they boom, 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 boom. And then they worry and and it's right as the winter's coming. And so as the winter comes and you're using newspapers to keep your body warm and there's no Nord Stream gas coming and there's no, nobody's coming to help. the, The despair is one of Russia's biggest assets. They know despair. Read Tolstoy, guys. The despair is their friend. They're like, uh, they're like Bane. They're like, you, you were, re- you learned about despair. We were born in it. <laughs> uh, independent journalists and people who aren't even journalists have been reporting on this for a decade. So if you want to form an opinion, you have a ton of resources that nobody really knows about. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, Tarkov bear. What, what, what in the world? 
as well as the morale of the Russian people. I'm saying morally Russia is basically right behind America. Uh, no, way, way, way better. Way better. Putin just did a speech saying that they won't uh, support teaching their children homosexuality or transgenderism. That's mind-blowingly superior. In America, not only will nobody on the right or the left say that publicly, they give it money and they insist everyone does it. No, I know Russia has problems. Not only does Russia have problems, one of their biggest assets is despair. They, they, they have psychological warfare tactics that are fucking mind-blowing. Where you get someone in what they call a cauldron, and they just keep increasing the heat as winter's coming in. <laughs> you know, that's fucking terrifying, right? And meanwhile, and meanwhile, the West is like, oh, give more money to Zelensky. He's gaining ground. He's a, he's a Jewish comedian playing the role of a leader. He's not an actual reader, leader. My Russian muzzy buddy is one of the best dudes I've ever known. He gets it. Yeah, Russians don't rush these times. They're, they're, their identity is over a thousand years old. It's why I was reading that uh, speech. A lot of people will freeze due to smartphones replacing newspapers. That's a good point, Harry Bear. In America, they cancel people for speaking toward morality. Exactly. Russia, the Russian leader. And people are like, oh, in Russia, you'd be in jail. But no, literally no. Cardi B would be in jail. Smell your dick lady would be in jail. They don't persecute when they go, oh, they persecute journalists. No, that's not what it is. It's not what it is. They persecute uh, inversion there. And yeah, I know there's still Jays running the show everywhere. I get it. But they're not as open about it there. They have to at least pretend to have a moral skin. And if you're at least pretending to be moral, that's a, that's a ma- major, major improvement. Uh, Putin's not afraid of the Anglo-Saxon question. Right, right. That's a good point, Bowler. See, he did blame the Anglo-Saxons when it's actually another group. And we all know that. We all know that he's not totally a truther, that he goes along with the, the space narrative. And all, but, but again, it, it's not the role of the leader in, in a government run by central banks to be truthful, but he's clearly a lot closer to the truth. And so that's, that's just the prediction of this Russian war. And then I'm, I'm going to land this plane. So if anybody wants to tip the piano man, it's entropystream.live slash app slash Owen Benjamin comedy. Vox's military prediction is massive Russian offensive before the end of the war that will resemble a pocket cauldron uh, that will capitalize on the Ukrainian overextension. Because that was always their stated goal. They will take back the Donbass, which they have, and now they're denazifying the military, which means killing the military. That's what they're doing. They're, they don't want Kiev, but that's, you know, the more NATO and the West has been funding and puppeting this war, this proxy war, the more uh, Russia has been escalating themselves. And, he's, and Putin's doing a really fucking good job. He is. And so, oh, look at these conscripts. They don't even want to go. Yeah, they're going to be fucking wiping asses and cooking soup. They're not warriors. The way, the way that shit works is they, they do a draft, and then those people are the occupying force, and the professional military goes and starts the cauldron. And then the fire gets warmer and warmer as the air gets colder and colder. 
and you think you knew despair? Well, the Russians are born in despair. They eat despair. They are despair. You know, living in Siberia, living in Stalingrad, Leningrad, Petersburg, it's fucking horrifying. You know, beautiful people, beautiful traditions, beautiful architecture, but winters in Russia are... Like, there's an old saying that everyone knows. There's stupid, there's very stupid, and then there's invading Russia in the winter stupid. That, that, that phrase has survived centuries because it's fucking obviously true. <laughs> right? It's like fighting the Russians in the winter is like playing the Packers in the Super Bowl in the winter in, in, in Wisconsin. They're going to win. And so the patients, a lot of the West don't understand because they don't play check. They don't play chess. They just play checkers. Oh, I'm fucking your mouth. Oh, you know, the Russians are like, pull back. <laughs> really enjoyed tonight's stream. Great stuff. Thanks, Gasper. You, you merely adopted despair. The Russians were born in it. Here comes General Winter. Can you keep your hands warm as we heat up the cauldron? Uh, I talked to a Russian chick at work today. I told her Vox's explanation of what's going on. And she said, thank God someone knows the truth. Yeah. No, and uh, I think Vox is right in the money. So my prediction culturally, in America at least, in the West, is our financial and cultural systems are completely diverged and there is not going to be a reconciliation. So there's going to be more and more people leaving the ship of fools, obviously. But at the same time, it's going to get worse and worse and worse for the, the, uh, something called zombie corporations, zombie governments. Zombie means, you know, like zombie movies are very real. So it's like they're trying to eat brains and they're mindless and they just go where they smell brains, right? Well, there's tons of corporations that require increasing cheap debt. They don't make any money. They just get fed cheap debt from the central banking system. Well, that's getting nuts to a point where they're not going to, uh, if they do survive, which a lot of them probably will, I don't think there's an off switch on this thing. I think it's only going to make our financial system more and more crazy and their behavior more and more crazy. Because when you do a deal with the devil, the devil requires you to be nuts. I was talking to my buddy Kevin in LA today and we're talking about Field of Dreams. I was telling him the success of the Ozark campgrounds and how, you know, treating you guys well and caring about you guys and saying the uncomfortable truths while everyone else is taking payoffs will lead to this beautiful thing we're creating, right? And uh, and he just writes, if you build it, they will come. It's like both of our favorite movies, pretty much, because it's so true. It's like build it, they will come, like the field of dreams. And I wrote to him, I go, why do you think Hollywood was able to make a movie so helpful and true? I'm like, now every movie's like getting AIDS from a tranny is brave. Like, it's so bad. You know, I could spend all day, every day analyzing how fucked up Clown World's getting, but it, it, it's not helpful and enough people already do that. And he goes, because they hadn't sold their soul to the Central Bank or to the World Bank yet. And I'm sure they were, they were doing deals with World Bank. Hollywood since the beginning has been nefarious, but... It's more just about their, they make illusions and they're kind of satanic and whatnot, but now it's just gone, right? You know, it's like uh, we had Field of Dreams and Field of Dreams is a beautiful movie. There's some grappling in there, but in general, it's 
if you build it, they will come is right on the money. And uh, it's gravel with the book burning scene. Yeah, yeah. There's a few scenes in there. The fact they only had one kid. The fact that, you know, there's, there's a few agendas in there. But I think it was more the people making it believe the things they were putting in there versus uh, a shadowy figure going, uh, grabbling. You know, back then, everybody thought fascists wanted to burn books and freedom of literature is good and all, you know, all of Hollywood thought that. And so it really is, they like sold their soul. So what it means is that now they have to do the bidding of the, literally the devil. You now are watching movies that's like, you know, the good, the true, the beautiful is, is bad. They're, they're now making movies where the bad guy is the good guy. Like Cruella and all these like Marvel movies were like, the bad guy is now the good guy. And if you get AIDS from a tranny, you're the hero. It's fucking horrifying. So why? It's because there's zombies now. You know, get woke, go broke is the opposite. It's go broke, get woke. You, if you go to the central bank, the World Bank, with hat in hand saying, we're about to go under, can you give us money? The devil will say, oh yeah, we'll give you all the money in the world. All we ask is that you kneel and push hell. And I, I see that. It's like, Get woke, go broke. That's not it. In my opinion, it's go broke, get woke. That if you, if you are requiring infinite debt, yeah, Maleficent, all that stuff, they will make you fucking do the agendas. And then the zombies just go along with it because they're just eating. So my prediction culturally, and this is a little more abstract than the dialectic prediction of Vox, but it's two words, uh, Two roads diverge in a yellow wood. It's that, it, it's that simple. And there's, they're not coming back together. So the zombie corporations, the zombie literature, the zombie movies, the zombie social groups, the zombie social media, it's never coming back. Because they don't exist without the demonic fiat empty shit. And so some will die as they raise interest rates to deal with the fact that the money's becoming worthless, even though we're in a deflationary period. I get it. But, um, but it's, it's going to get more and more crazy because no matter how irrational it seems, that isn't a factor. The irrationality of it, the evil of it, the fact they don't have customers and no one likes them, they've been out of business for decades, some of these places. You know, and so... Go broke, get woke. So it's like, okay, here's money. You're going to do well again, but you got to push this fucking agenda. Uh, Pilgrim's Progress is the best example of what we're going through. Yeah, and so think of the opportunity. Think of the opportunity of, uh, of this shit. So even The Walking Dead or something. One thing about The Walking Dead I never understood. I didn't watch the show. It's too, like, violent porn. But all the zombies would be gone in not that much time. What you would do in The Walking Dead is you go, you get your living people, you set up a perimeter, you start farming, and that's it. And just wait for them all to starve. Not to be a dick. I'm not trying to sound like a dick. I'm not saying we have to like start communes and shit. Nothing like that. But spiritually. The Walking Dead, you would have gotten the bat. You, would, you inherit the earth. So people are like, Arr! and they're like, zombie, get away. But yet, there still seems to be zombies. The zombies can't survive without the brains of the living. So if you just get away from the big zombie pockets, 
The zombies just eat each other and become dust, right? The grabble of the walking dead is that they just keep having zombie problems. It's like, just give them all the cities, set up a perimeter. They're not like, and just you build a new world. It's like amazing. Exactly. Homesteading will save you from zombies. Yeah. YouTube channel Nerd Roddick goes hard at Hollywood land eating itself. Yeah, but Nerd Roddick doesn't fully see the whole picture, though. And I do respect that channel and everything, but they still think that they're trying to get an audience. That they're not ruining it on purpose. They still think, like, why won't people enjoy our movie about getting AIDS from a tranny being brave? They, they're zombies. They're not trying to appeal to their audience. They're trying to appeal to that who pays them, which is the World Bank. That's it, which is basically the devil, right? And so there's always going to be a devil, allegedly until end times or whatever. But uh, the only, so my prediction is the zombie apocalypse, the zombie march will just keep getting more bizarre, more inverted, more insane. And just let the, the inversion, the, the, the grabble of zombie movies is that, you have, that they keep coming at you. You set up a perimeter spiritually, financially, whatever it is, you know, uh, like what we're doing here with unauthorized and all that. The zombies aren't coming at me now in this arena because we control it. We are not under the same thumb of the banking system. That's why we're raising money for the Ozarks and all that. It's like, no problem. I'll still get attacked on zombie corporations like Twitter, YouTube, all that stuff, but um, you can get out of it, build your own thing, you know, don't get in debt to the devil. And then the zombies just kind of go, they just find someone else. Arr! And then it eventually gets like the, the, the cities. I mean, I'm going to play the video one more time. It's, it's going to get even crazier. This isn't, you know, the people that are going to wake up there, like the sad panda and all that. They're going to have to start all over. They're going to have to find friends. Like what we're doing with Bertari and all that. They're going to have to like be like, so who do I relate to now that I'm not a, a fucking furry? And it's a process. But that world is not going to self-correct. Okay, this is going to be everywhere in cities. It already is, but it's not going to self-correct. You're a faggot. And you know what? I suck dick for cock. Nothing's funnier than the furry realizing nothing's going to be the same. He's like, I'm just trying to get off as an elephant and the world's not what it used to be. I think they're all going to just get fucking white, guys. Pressing charges with who? The police you defunded? There's nobody coming to help you a little. Want to know what happened, though, right after? It's actually a a touching story. That that tranny in the wheelchair that can walk started selling coffee. Doing really well. His name's Bear Pelagic. All right. So that's my prediction. That's my advice. Uh, Thanks for all the letters. Thanks for the super chats. Thank you, everybody. This has been a wonderful stream. Uh, Cod, any final super chats before I go? Subscribe to unauthorized.tv. Uh, P.O. Box 490 Sandpoint, Idaho 83864. Entropy slash app slash Benjamin Comedy. Um, and then, of course, our Ozark 
property that we're crowdfunding to to you know be able to build shit on and buy. It's um, BertariaCampgrounds.com. All right, turns out we're caught up. All right, thank you, everybody. I will see you tomorrow. This has been fun. Make sure you share this stream with people. Let people know it exists. It's on, uh, you know, BitChute, Rumble, Telegram, all that stuff. Be fruitful and multiply. Don't be fruity and boil, guy.